Good evening. That's right. Good evening and welcome to the Defender Football Pregame Show on KDCR 88.5 FM and KDCR885.com. As usual, I am your host, Christian Zylstra, and thanks for joining me on KDCR here today as we welcome you to our airwaves for the 2019 Dort University football season and home opener at Open Space Park here on this Thursday night. Our table center for the evening, a first-ever showdown between Dort and Kaiser University. The Kaiser University Seahawks made the trip up from West Palm Beach, Florida. Quite a trip. And it's just speculation on my part, but I think they're excited to trade some of those ocean waves for rolling prairies and green fields. It's another milestone year for Kaiser, just their second season in football program history. But I will say this, don't let Kaiser's newness surprise you. This is a team that won six games in 2018. It topped a ranked team, and it found itself ranked in the NAI Coaches Top 25 poll once last season, too. And being a newer program, there are a lot of guys with that Florida speed back on this team for year two. For your Dort University defenders, it's year number four under head coach Joel Penner and his staff. Each season, Dort has improved on its record, going from 5-6 and six in 2016 to the first winning season in program history in 2018 at 7-3. Dort finished that season ranked number 23 in the NAI Coaches Top 25 poll. It finds itself in a similar spot to the place where it left off, entering tonight ranked number 24 in the nation. This is a junior-heavy roster for Dort, with a few positions featuring some new starters, most notably at quarterback, but we'll get into that just a little bit later. We'll take a look at the state of the program for Defender Football coming up during the show today. But before we dive into any of that, before we get into the state of the program, Kaiser, and our season and home opener for 2019 for Dort University Football, a couple of quick reminders. We do this every year. You're aware of it by now. GPAC Commissioner Corey Wester joining us like he does every week on the program for a few minutes with the GPAC Football Report, a special Week Zero Thursday edition of the segment. Plus, we'll continue this season with our Dort University Football Senior Interview coming up a little bit later in the show. And tonight's guest, I think you're going to like him. It's starting running back Levi Sconehoven. He's the workhorse tailback. He's going to share some of his insights, how the team feels heading into the 2019 opener, and really what the Defender football program has meant to him in his four years under Coach Penner. Our last piece of the programming, and it's not part of the pregame show, it's not part of the Defender football pregame show, it's our halftime programming. It features the ever-popular segment, Where Are They Now?, which is made possible on KDCR by Farmers Mutual Insurance Association of Hull, a Grinnell Mutual member. Joining us on that this week, it'll be a former Dortmund soccer player, one who ranks in the top 10 and even the top 5 in several categories throughout the Dortmund soccer record book. And I was really excited about this interview because he takes us on an international journey. He'll speak to us from the nation of Haiti. So joining us at halftime today on Where Are They Now is Daryl DeRinder. And there's there's really a lot I wanted to keep in the interview. You know, I I can ramble a little bit at times. I get that. Daryl had a lot of great insights and, uh, well, time constraints are time constraints. So the workaround is that if you go to kdcr885.com starting tomorrow afternoon, you can listen to that interview in its entirety from Daryl's days before Dort to his time in Haiti. So don't forget, tune in at halftime to KDCR. And you can do that every week 
during your football games to hear a new episode of Where Are They Now, which is made possible by Farmers Mutual Insurance Association of Hull, a Grinnell Mutual member. I don't know about you, but I'm excited to get set for another season of Dort University football on KDCR 88.5 FM and KDCR885.com. We're going to break down the matchup a little bit today, but we are going to focus mostly on the Dort football program as a whole. You've you probably heard me use the phrase state of the program already a couple times, and that's because we're going to analyze just that. This is year number four under Dort football head coach Joel Penner which means all four classes on this team feature guys that he and his staff recruited to Dort. So I think it's a good time to look at the state of the offense, the defense, and special teams as we enter that big number four season that all starts tonight on a Thursday at Open Space Park. Tonight's game features number 24, Dort University. It's the first time that Dort will ever be playing a football game with the number to its left and an unranked but not untested Kaiser University. What else is going on around the conference, around the Great Plains Athletic Conference? There's got to be some more action, right? So thankfully, we have GPAC Commissioner Corey Rester with us. Let's take a look together at our GPAC Football Report. This is the GPAC Football Thursday Report, brought to you by the Great Plains Athletic Conference and Cypress Chris Management, the official championship partner of the Great Plains Athletic Conference. On this GPAC Football Thursday report, first off, welcome back to a new year of Great Plains Athletic Conference football. Year number 20 for the league, dating back to the fall of 2000. We're going to start today by looking back at GPAC Football Media Day, which was held on July 30 in South Sioux City, Nebraska. The preseason coaches poll was released that day. In a vote of the coaches, Morningside was the pick to win the conference in 2019. The Mustangs with 81 points and nine first-place votes. They were followed by Northwestern in the number two spot with 73 points and one first-place vote. Dort was picked third with 62. Four, five, and six in the preseason coaches' poll went to Midland, Briarcliff, and Doan. And then following them up at seven through ten was Hastings, Concordia, Dakota Wesleyan, and Jamestown. The NAIA preseason football poll came out on August 5, and in that poll, Morningside, the defending NAIA national champions, are pick number one after a 15-0 season last year. They're followed in the top five by Benedictine out of Kansas at two, St. Francis of Indiana at three, Kansas Wesleyan is fourth, and St. Xavier out of Illinois is ranked fifth. Other GPAC teams inside the top 25 preseason, Northwestern is at number 11, and Dort is at number 24. That's a look back at the preseason polls for 2019. Coming up after the break, we'll preview this week zero of GPAC football, starting with the Thursday night games. We'll also take a look at the Saturday schedule as well. The GPAC football Thursday report will continue right after this. The Great Plains Athletic Conference is an affiliated conference of the NAIA, consisting of 12 private faith-based colleges and universities in Nebraska, Iowa, South, and North Dakota. Founded in 2000, the GPAC is proud of our academic and athletic excellence. Last year, the conference totaled 766 NAIA Dactronics Scholar-Athletes and 193 NAIA Scholar Teams. Since the league began in 2000, the GPAC has claimed 30-team NAIA National Championships. For more information about the GPAC, visit our website website gpacksports.com or follow us on twitter at gpacksports the great plains athletic conference academic and athletic excellence since 2000 
There are four games on the Week Zero schedule for Thursday night. Let's jump right into the schedule. They are all 7 o'clock kickoffs. In Crete, Nebraska, the Doan Tigers will host Ottawa University of Arizona, who is receiving votes in the preseason NAIA Top 25. The battle for the paint bucket in Valley City, North Dakota, Valley City State will host the Jamestown Jimmies. The Egg Bowl in Madison, South Dakota, Dakota State will be at home against visiting Dakota Wesleyan and the Tigers. The final matchup for Thursday is in Sioux Center. Number 24, Dort will host Kaiser University out of Florida. Again, those four Thursday night games are 7 o'clock kickoffs. On Saturday at noon, number one Morningside home against St. Francis of Illinois. Then three 6 o'clock games, Briarcliff is at Waldorf. Hastings will be home against Panhandle State University. And Midland travels to take on Southwestern College. That's a look at your Week 0 matchups around the Great Plains Athletic Conference. For more, go to gpacksports.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter. We are at gpacksports. This has been your GPAC Football Thursday Report. I'm Corey Westra for the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Thank you very much to our GPAC Commissioner. Before we dive into the state of the Dort football program and today's opponent, the Kaiser Seahawks, joining me this evening is another impact defender who you'll see carrying the football plenty this season and plenty of times tonight. He's the starting running back, after all. It's the man from Hospers, Iowa himself, Levi Skonhoven. I'm Christian Zylstra, joined in studio today by the starting running back of the Dort Defender football team, Levi Skonhoven. And before we really dive in, Levi, your hometown's Hospers, right? Correct. Dort's not an unknown concept to you, but when you're looking at potential colleges and playing football in college, what stood out to you about Dort and the direction that the program could be headed in under first-year head coach Joel Penner? Yes, sir. Well, I kind of fell into the lie being from Hospers that like I was never going to come to Dort. But then when I started entering my senior year, I started talking to the old football coaches and I was still a little bit shaky. And then the transition between the new football coaches and the old ones, it was kind of cool for me to see, especially just like the different visions that they both had. And then uh, I met with Penner and the first time right when I met with him, just like how he explained how we could build off from the foundation and just continue to build and just for greater and strive for greatness. It just kind of like sucked me in. With this being your senior season, fall camp's wrapped up now, getting ready for the first game this week. What's made this summer and this fall different for you, perhaps compared to some of the previous seasons? Mm -hmm. The thing for me that stands out the most about this year is I just kind of want to take a step back and almost take it all in more than just go through the motions. It's easy to do that when you're younger. You're just like, oh, I'm just a freshman and sophomore. I don't play a big role. And this year I'm like, well, I'm like a senior. I'm going to be a leader on the team. And I don't want to like, I don't want to forget this time in my life. So I've been working on that, been trying to really take it in and just live every day to the fullest. How would you describe, for those who maybe don't know you, Levi Sconehoven, the football player, compared to the guy off the field? Are they similar? Do you, do you take a different personality when you step on the gridiron? How would you describe that dichotomy? It's kind of hard to answer this from the inside. I'm pretty, I'm pretty usually a pretty reserved person. I'm on the football field. I'm a little bit more, it's business time. It's straightforward. Let's get to work. I'm not as laughy or, or joking around with my friends, but then once we get in the locker room or back in the room, I'm probably a little bit more sarcastic and more light, more than joking around. So you've had a solid career so far. And as Dort football continues to see a lot of growth, 
you talked about kind of taking some time to really take it all in and to look at this season. What's kind of the vibe that you and the guys have? What's the vibe with the team as you enter this season? I think everyone can feel and notice, see that Dort football has a different vibe to it. We're we're different from every other team in the GPAC. We stand out. We don't do things like every other teams do. We're more silly and all rah-rah. And that's like really good. And for us, especially now this year, with us coming in ranked, there's a lot of eyes on us. And I think the great thing about this year is that we're we're internally focused. We don't really we don't care what people say, like, oh, how, how are you gonna do this year? A lot of pressure, but it's just kind of good to be internally focused with just your brothers and your families and just don't care what the outsiders say, but just work on yourselves. Lastly, when you look at the past several years, how important has the sport of football, this program, and this coaching staff been, not only for your development as, as an athlete and a student, but just as a person as a whole? For sure. Football is an amazing thing. It, it teaches you a lot about life. Coach Penner always says that. He always makes us know that there's more to life than just football. And it's especially when you come in, it's hard to you put your all your identity in football. But then once you're in the program and you like mature, you start to see that the goals that Coach Penner starts to set for you guys and the vision that they have and they're trying to build men. They're trying to teach you that football is all about life, but life is not all about football. It's a good way to put it. Thank you very much, Levi. Ladies and gentlemen, your Dort University starting running back, Levi's going open. Man, the beat just kind of gets you going a little bit there. Speaking of which, if you're driving right now to the Dort football game, there are a couple players you should keep an eye on that are leading some cheers for some new traditions that Defender Football is trying to start for their fans. And so during the game, first of all, they're going to be those thunder sticks. They're going to be pounding those away, so that'll be plenty loud. But during the game, if you watch number 10, Matt Bernardis, number 33, Julius Buchanan, and number 55, Colton Vanderberg, they'll kind of lead you in some cheers along the way, give you some cues, almost like a choral conductor. But in this sense, we're going to be cheering watching the football game rather than singing or playing instruments or, well, you will be playing instruments. You'll be pounding those thunder sticks together. But anyway... Big energy, big atmosphere tonight. I know that's what the home team is looking for. And thanks again to Levi Sconoven for taking some of the time to sit down with me. I know this was a really busy time when you're talking about the transition from fall camp to the new school year, that getting started, and then having an early game this week on a Thursday. It's a lot of work being a college athlete, so we really do appreciate him taking the time to join me and to chat with us on the program. We'll dive into today's matchup and the opponent on hand, Kaiser University, in just a few minutes. But quickly, I want to take a detour Today marks the kickoff of year four of Dort football under Joel Penner as the head coach. And I want to talk a little bit about the significance of that and dive into the state of the program. In terms of significance, I think Coach Penner thinks it matters. There's also the reality that every single guy on our football team was recruited by this staff. And not to take anything away from the what I call the buy-in classes, you know, the classes that were recruited under a different regime and a different message and a different opportunity in some cases. Those guys had to had to transition this entire team now was was brought in with the industry standard vision and it's it's an exciting time i think to be uh, able to say that this group has been with us from day one and just very eager to get going every guy on this roster came to dort university to be a part of the football program with joel penner at the helm and when you're building a culture and you're reaching new heights it all means something so let's figure out just exactly what that means about when you're talking about the Dort football program. I asked each coordinator, defensive coordinator Lynn Nutt, offensive coordinator Aaron Mingo, and special teams coordinator Brandon McCormick about the state of each position group within their respective units. And for simplicity's sake, I did bunch some of the groups together. You know, your defensive tackles and defensive ends are together as the defensive line. 
tight ends and your wide outs are together as receivers and so on. So let's start out with the side of the ball that I think if things click accordingly, it could be the best the program's ever had. And I'm talking about the Dort University defense. Starting with the defensive front, your starting four on the defensive line include junior David Kakmarinski and senior Luke Desitel at defensive end, and juniors Logan Fanning and Jake Buchelman in the middle. Speaking with Coach Nutt, he was most excited about the potential of this group, about how each guy in this starting front has over 800 reps of game action under their belt, and you really just can't replicate that game speed experience and those reps. So reps are a valuable commodity. And that's important because there is some youth behind these four after Tyson Dahlgren and Nick Bile graduated last year. So keep an eye, a couple of sophomores and freshmen who will look to keep those guys up front fresh and fill in some of those gaps from time to time as well. At linebacker, Coach Nutt could not speak more highly about Josh Morazic, a guy who really took a step forward last season and he's being counted on as a leader in 2019. He worked on his speed and his flexibility in the offseason and the coaches are psyched to see what he can do in a prominent role this year. Along with Morazic, who's your starting middle linebacker, he'll be flanked by senior Tanner Van Hofwagen and freshman Elliot Van Kekeriks. And last but not least, the Dort Defensive Secondary, a group that will miss Casey Biker, but it's not lacking for playmakers. Really good. Jalen Placida's our other corner. That dude is so technical. Did a tremendous job for us last year, and he showed up this year after going home for the summer and uh, is even better again. And so, you know, he trusts his technique so well. He's so coachable. Um, he's gained in his um, explosiveness. He's gained in his agility. He just does things at a at a really high rate. So, are both both our top corners are really really excited about Boz. He's he's an animal. He'll play a bunch of different spots. He'll play three safety spots. He'll play two linebacker spots, just depending on packages and and the time of uh, when we're calling what. And then that that next tier, I guess, the unproven guys would be a transfer that we got who was here for the spring. Quentin did a really good job this spring. Ashton Trashman will be a sophomore, really excited about his athletic potential. He tests out better than anybody on the team as far as jumping and running and all those things. It's just a matter of getting him to play football speed with those tools. Summing up some of what Coach Nutt said there in regards to the starters in the secondary, Nathan Kabongo, who's already getting attention and some preseason accolades, will start at corner. He'll be alongside Jalen Placide. Connor Bosma, Dort's leading returning tackler, will start at safety beside a transfer junior, Quinton Murphy. Looking at the state of the offense now under offensive coordinator Aaron Mingo, the offensive line has always been what it takes to make this group move. You know, if Dort struggles to block the opposing rush or struggles to run block, that's when it becomes hard to score points, and that seems obvious. But Coach Mingo likes what he's seen out of the offensive line in practice, and you'll hear him mention a certain phrase, dent the defense, a whole lot this season. First off, I'd say the offensive line has been a group that has displayed constant progress, and we could date that back to the end of last season. Last year, I'm at times, we didn't perform well enough to, to allow us to win some of those games that we came short in, and I think, you know, we really challenged those guys up front. Knew that we were going to be a group that uh, we were only losing one senior last year, so you're going to you know, have a lot of returners. We had the most offensive linemen in a spring ball I've ever been a part of. And um, I think our spring was incredible with that group. I thought they made tremendous improvements. Their ability to dent the defense is more to my liking, and, and uh, they've done a great job of that throughout fall camp. I thought we did a good job of that um, in our scrimmage as well, and, and I think those guys will be ready for that task. That starting offensive line that Coach Mingo was talking about consists of sophomore Alex Huseman at left tackle, 
Senior William Vanderwoudy at left guard, sophomore Rich Van Regenmorter at center, senior Justin Urquidez at right guard, and sophomore Carter Baldwin at right tackle. In the backfield at the tailback position, it really is hard to complain. I mean, you know exactly what you're going to get from starting running back Levi Skonhoven. He's a hard runner, a blue-collar mentality, and try to think of a time where he went down with just one tackler. It's, it's hard. Plus, behind him, you have Charlie Young in the pecking order, who's had a handful of carries each of the past two seasons, and the coaches feel very comfortable with what he can do in this offense. Moving over to the receiver room, Coach Mingo told me it's the deepest he's had at wideout and tight end since 2016. I mean, you talk about senior Jake Dodge, who started the past several seasons, as have juniors Ben Hoovelhorst and Levi Jungling, and Dodge has only grown as a receiving threat. Then you have Ben Hoovelhorst, who's six foot five. Jungling might as well be six foot five the way he gets up and pinpoints the ball at its apex. And at tight end, sophomore Lucas Warner will be your starter. And lastly on offense, the quarterback room. Noah Clayberg is the guy. Coach Mingo told me that Clayberg's throwing style fits the offense perfectly, and with the work he put in last spring and over the offseason, they feel he's ready to shoulder the load at quarterback for the first time since his Pella High days. But, and this is an important but, Tyler Reynolds' last season's backup has earned playing time too. Coach Mingo said he saw enough from Reynolds this offseason and in fall camps that he's going to earn game reps as well. So don't be surprised if we see two quarterbacks throughout the game. And speaking of that, side note, I did ask Coach Mingo if we'd see any two quarterback sets this season, you know, capitalizing on the athleticism and the throwing ability of Clayberg and Reynolds on the same play. And he wouldn't confirm anything, but he did say to be determined, which means keep an eye out for that sometime this year. And now moving over to special teams, the main faces and names you'll see and hear. Jake Dodge and Noah Clayberg are going to share some of the punting duties, although it does look like Dodge will get the first nod tonight. And freshman Brett Zachman will be Dort's starting kicker. Brett comes to us from Florida. He's a true freshman kicker. He is, from a talent perspective, above his years. I mean that from a leg, ball velocity coming out of the kick. He is a really talented kicker. So he had a great scrimmage at Dakota State where he hit multiple field goals and finished off with a 48-yard field goal make on their practice field and uh, really solidified that job and has just built a lot of trust over camp. And another specialist, freshman Ryan Oliveira, is your starting long snapper. Coach McCormick said he spent more time with the specialists in camp this year as a result of all the different faces and new positions. He lost three senior kickers from last season and a senior punter, but by all accounts, they seem pretty pleased with where the specialists are at heading into the opener here tonight. In the return game, it will be junior Levi Jungling and freshman Carter Skeebout back for kickoffs, and then junior Nathan Cabongo will be returning punts. Both Coach McCormick and Coach Penner echoed to me their sentiment about the need to add explosivity to the return game, something that you know can help flip field position, can help set the offense up at a good position to score some points. So there you have it. The state of the Defender football program heading into tonight's season opener versus Kaiser University. And speaking of Kaiser, we probably should get to tonight's opponent at some point. A quick run-through of Kaiser University. They didn't have any media availability, so didn't get a chance to speak with their head coach, Doug Socha. But we can glean a few things about Kaiser heading into the matchup tonight. The Kaiser University Seahawks, as I mentioned, from West Palm Beach, Florida, but spent the past two nights in Orange City preparing for the showdown here at Open Space Park. Year three for Kaiser's football existence, but just year two on the field as a varsity program. And in their inaugural season, they did go 6-4, and 4-2 four, four and in the Sun Conference. 
Six of those wins came in Kaiser's first eight games, and one of them did come against number 23, Weber International University. That hot start led to Kaiser finding itself in the rankings last season, but the Seahawks struggled to score points at times in 2018. They scored a total of just 24 points over their final two games, and so that's where we'll start here with Kaiser. Only once last season did Kaiser score 28 or more points, and as a team, the Seahawks averaged just under 21 points per contest in 2018. Now, how the offense performed last season doesn't mean necessarily that's what you'll see in year two, because... Well, nobody's played a game in basically nine months, so a lot can change, but that's all we have to go on for now. So, the last time Kaiser was on the field, in their inaugural season, at times they struggled to put points on the board and struggled to move the ball. They do have Eli Matthews back at quarterback, completed 58% of his passes last season, threw for over 1,600 yards, and found the end zone through the air 14 different times, but he also threw 12 interceptions. Now, Matthews is a little bit of a dual-threat quarterback. He'll take off in the offense, carried the ball 105 times over the course of 10 games last season. At running back, it's Marquise Burgess back in the fold. He averaged nearly 5 yards per carry last season, and he's looking to build off those 150 carries. When he's not on the field, he'll be spelled by Tremaine Gabriel, a transfer from Columbia College. Kaiser's leading receiver last season came from Jalen Arnold, the tight end position. He hauled in over 400 receiving yards over the course of the season. They're starting wide out. Some of them are back from last year. Trayon Jones, Cade Socha, and Caleb Walls are all back. So if the offense was inconsistent and not very explosive, how did Kaiser win six of its first eight games? And by the way, those two losses were both to ranked teams. Simply put, it was just because of the defense. Kaiser's defense ranked in the top 25 in NAI in five different defensive categories. Number 23 in scoring defense, 22 in total defense allowed, the 16th fewest first downs allowed, 15th fewest passing yards allowed, and the number 6 ranked pass defensive efficiency. They allowed just 22 points per game, 332 yards per game last season. And they're bringing back a lot of their leaders again. That's one of the benefits of being a newer program. They bring back their leading sack man for 2019, Victor Alvarez. He had five sacks last year. They bring back their best corner, Sage Chen Young, who hauled in six interceptions, which tied Nathan Cabongo for eighth most interceptions in 2018. And their leading tackler, Ronnie Bennett, at the mic. He is back this season, too. Logan Robinson will handle the special teams kicking duties. He will handle the punting as well, four of seven on field goals last season. Quickly looking at tonight, Dort University, number 24 in the nation against Kaiser University, the biggest challenge both sides are going to face are the adjustments. Those first 20 minutes, you've had a lot of time to work in some new material, install some new systems, install new fronts, game plans. And so what you saw on film last year, it'll help some, but it's not going to tell you the whole picture. And Dort has a new quarterback. It'll be Noah Clayberg instead of Brock Lamley. So both teams are going to have a little bit of a feeling out process here during the first quarter, quarter and a half or so at Open Space Park. Whoever can adjust better will be the winner tonight. That's really what it's going to come down to. The preparation matters, but the adjustments will be just as key. Dort's offense, they want to go tempo. They want to dent the defense. The defense wants to force some three and outs. That's a new emphasis this year. And for special teams, it's just the operations running smoothly. We should see plenty of speed on the other side of the field tonight. But with Dort's experience and improved recruiting plus playing at home, Dort isn't a good spot to start off 2019. Either way, it should be an exciting game to kick off the year, and we're just moments away from the start of another Dort University football season. You've been listening to the Defender Football Pregame Show on KDCR 88.5 FM. 
I'm your host, Christian Zylstra. Don't forget to stick around at halftime. Catch this week's edition of Where Are They Now? with former men's soccer athlete Daryl DeRyder. As I mentioned, we're not far away from kickoff, maybe a couple minutes on a beautiful Thursday evening at Open Space Park in Sioux Center, Iowa. So I'm going to call it a wrap. I'll toss it over to Mike Biker, who has your call today live on KDCR. is Dort University football as the Dort defenders getting set to take on the Kaiser Seahawks in non-conference football play. Thanks again to Christian for setting us up once again and alongside for the third year is uh, Kyle Akterhoff as the defenders and Seahawks begin the 2019 season and the season opener, something that you uh, start looking forward to as soon as the season ends, Kyle, and uh, it's finally here for this defender team. Yeah, it's it's a long wait. You know, you, you finish the season and, and you want to get right back out out on the field and uh, you have to go through all those off-season preparations and spring ball and summer and it's finally here so uh ready to kick it off the first of 11 games dort hosting seven home games and uh, joel penner has made the comment to me uh, he loves his schedule uh playing seven out of 11 home games i would love my schedule as well absolutely uh you gotta love playing in front of your home crowd um, and it, we have a beautiful night tonight to, to start the season against a, re, a really quality opponent. Very good team. We anticipate this to be a battle throughout, and uh, Kaiser, a team out of Florida, 27-hour bus trip. Game time temps, 73 degrees, winds out of the north, light at 5 to 10 miles per hour. When you say a football game on August 29, you don't anticipate a night like this, but we will take it. Absolutely. Usually you're planning on extra breaks and uh, a lot of extra water being consumed, but uh, we got a perfect night tonight. The defenders won the opening coin toss. They have deferred their decision to the second half. Kaiser will take the football first here in this contest. Dort, a few new faces, including the place kicker. It was slated to be... Double-check that. It was slated to be Brett Zachman, and it appears it is Zachman. And we're underway with football. It's taken by the return man on the right side, out to the 15, to the 20, running laterally, and he is brought down behind the 20-yard line. And that is where Kaiser will begin first down and 10 on the return. Looking if there are any flags on the return, there are not. And Kaiser will set up shop first down and 10 after the return by Tremaine Gabriel. Very good coverage there, Mike. Uh, when you can uh, back the opponent up inside the 20 on a, on a kickoff, uh, you had nice coverage. Kaiser's offense is led by Eli Matthews. He is a sophomore, 5'10", 170 pounds. He played almost all of the snaps last year for the Seahawks. Seahawks in white jerseys, light blue numbers, and they will start in that pistol. First down and 10. Football is at the 19-yard line just underway in Sioux Center. The defenders send their defense out onto the field. That four-man front handoff to the tailback, and uh, not much there for the running back, Marquez Burgess. Burgess, number 25, he's a 5'7", 195-pounder. Very durable last year, carried the football 149 times for the Seahawks. Second down and nine, they give him a gain of one on the play. Matthews, back to pass, short pass to Burgess out of the backfield. Burgess, nothing there. And coming up to make the stop from his safety spot is Connor Bosma. Bosma, one of those veterans for the defenders. 
Third year playing. He's from Kimberly, Idaho. He's the safety. He comes up to make the stop for Noah Gaines. Yeah, really nice angle on the tackle when you got a shifty running back uh, in the backfield catching the ball. Uh, you know, you got to look for the cutback, and it was really good uh, pursuit angles. Third down and nine. Matthews is the quarterback. Matthews looking to his left. Shotgun formation, two receivers to the right, two to the left. Back to pass, Matthews. Matthews' pass is complete. Very near the first down, and they will give him first down yardage. A gain of eight on the play out to the 30-yard line. That pass complete to Trayon Jones, and exactly what you didn't want for the Dort defense. Well, yeah, you got to get in your, your zone drops and, and sit on those guys and not play behind them. And a guy just posted up like uh, in basketball and made the easy reception. Eli Matthews, the quarterback. We anticipate a lot of passing by the Seahawks. Pass is thrown and picked off by Cabongo. Cabongo makes the snag in defender territory near the 40-yard line, but we have a flag on the play, and uh, the Kaiser offense staying on the field. They think uh, Dort jumped, and uh, we'll wait for the indication from Darren Berg. Yeah, it looked like uh, Dort was definitely offsides, and that's why Kaiser took a shot downfield. So taking a shot down the field was Kaiser. Pass was intercepted. You cross that out. First down and five now after the penalty. And the playbook opens up for Eli Matthews now. Matthews. Again, movement for the Dort defense. A little antsy, and they're going to throw over the top, take a shot down the field, and the pass is complete. There were no flags on the play, but... uh, Kaiser, a completion all the way down into the Dort, Col- Dort University territory down to the 38-yard line, and another first down. Yeah, really switching up the snap count and that, uh, keeping Dort's defensive line off-balanced. Jalen Arnold on the reception that time for Dort on the coverage was Jalen Placide. Three receivers to the left, one to the right now for Kaiser, and Dort's defense now needs to make a stop. First and 10 for Kaiser at the 38-yard line. Once they've gone to the air, they've had some success. Handoff to the running back, and not much there. And gang tackle by the defenders. And grabbing an ankle and not letting go was Josh Morozik on the carry by Burgess. Short gain on the play. It'll be second and nine. So Morozik comes up from that center linebacker spot. He's a 6'1", 230-pound junior from the Woodlands, Texas. Second down and nine now for Kaiser. They'll hand it to Burgess again. Burgess testing the edge. He's to the 30, to the 25. Tiptoes along the sideline and out of bounds at the 24-yard line. Actually, they'll mark him out at the 25, but another first down for the Seahawks. First and 10 for the Seahawks at the 25-yard line of the Dort University defenders. Eli Matthews. In the pistol, has Burgess behind him. They'll hand it to Burgess again, and Burgess up the middle. Short gain on the play, maybe picks up three. He's tripped up. It'll be second and seven. Yeah, fortunate uh, he he got tripped up on that play because he did have a lane, and, uh, yeah, it was all the way to the end zone if he'd kept his feet. The Seahawk team was facing third down and eight on their first series of downs. They completed a pass for nine yards, and they've been all business since then. Second down and seven, handoff to Burgess. Burgess wrapped up in the backfield by Morozik. That's a tackle for a loss. A loss of one on the play. That'll set up third down and long. Yeah, great job of uh, playing downhill, seeing the gap and shooting it. 
uh, making a nice play in the backfield. Morozik makes the tackle. It's third down. They need the 15 for a first down. Football right now marked at the 28-yard line. So third down, bigger part than the 23-yard line. So third down and eight. Third and eight, a little bit of movement. Everyone gets back on side. Eli Matthews, the quarterback for the Seahawks. Back to pass, under pressure. Flips it out to Burgess. Burgess stopped well short of the first down at the 21-yard line. So fourth down, going for it here or? Nope, looks like they're bringing in the field goal kicker. Tackled by Ashton Treshman. Treshman comes up from a safety spot. Kicking will be Logan Robinson if all goes according to plan. He was 19 of 23 on point afters last year. Four of seven on field goals. A season long of 32 yards last year. This will be a 38-yard attempt with a slight breeze at his back. Snap is down. Kick is up, and it is just good. Grazes the crossbar, and it looks like that is the limit. A 38-yard field goal, and the Seahawks are on the board first, converting on that drive. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. We'll be back with a kickoff right after this. This is Dort Football on KDCR. Three to nothing. Kaiser grabs the early lead over the Logan Robinson 38-yard field goal that just barely makes it over the crossbar. The defenders will now be returning. Carter Skibout back deep along with Levi Jungling. Skibout, a freshman jungling, third-year player. One of those players who feels like he's been around a long time, and we're glad that this is just his junior campaign. He takes it at the one-yard line. He's to the 10, to the 15, to the 20. Has a lane, 25-30, and he is brought down at the 32-yard line. So Levi jungling up to the 32-yard line. Good field position for the defenders. Looked like there was a little lane there, Kyle, and then it closed up. Well, yeah, good solid return, though. you got Levi going the right direction, going north. Uh, opposite side of the ball when uh, Kaiser was returning they got uh, their returner going sideways and that's not the way you want to go 32 yard yard uh, 32 yard line for Dort Kaiser leads 3-0 10-10 remaining in this first quarter quarterback is Noah Clayberg for the defenders looks like Levi Sconhoven is in the backfield stacked up two yards behind Clayberg Clayberg's going to run option, keeps it himself to the 30, cuts up the hash mark, 40 to the 42-yard line, and a nine-yard pickup on the play by a pretty simple keeper by Noah Clayberg, and nothing fancy there, Kyle, but a nine-yard gain out of the play for the defenders. Yeah, and we use that term option loosely on that play. Uh, he tucked it pretty quick, but uh, when you got that kind of running ability, you want him carrying the ball. Clayberg facing second down and one with the football. Turns, hands, gives to Sconehoven. Sconehoven twisting, turning, gets ahead for two yards, maybe three. It'll be a first down for the defenders. And Dort, a good way to start their offensive possession. Trailing three to nothing here as the clock moves with 9.33 left to play in the first quarter. First and ten, football at the 44-yard line. Clayberg pulls it. He's going to turn right side on the numbers and runs over a tackler and picks up another 9 or 10 yards. He might be just shy of a first down. No, they're going to say a first down for Clayberg. This time he faked the handoff on the dive and then pulled it and went around the right edge and picked up 10 yards. Yeah, and he was holding the ball as a little run-pass option, so you might see the ball being thrown out of that play eventually. 
And they show blitz, does Kaiser. Troy Sloan. Sloan came. He was uh, coming with a head full of steam, and Kaiser giving, tipping their hand a bit now with what they may be thinking about doing. You've got to bring some pressure, and that time a little over-anxious, and the left tackle for the defenders comes out of a stance, and they uh, get the five-yard penalty on the offsides by Kaiser. Yeah, and coming from the safety position, he was coming with a hit of steam and just could not stop himself. First down and five for the defenders. Clayberg with it. Defenders in Seahawk territory at the 46-yard line. Clayberg's going to keep it himself, holds it. He's going to run it himself to the 35-yard line. Pretty good defense that time by Kaiser. Still a lot five yards, but didn't give up the big play and play pretty good assignment football. Yeah, they did, and they tried to stretch out that option play because Noah had a pitch uh, relationship there, but uh, still five yards. Dort with a football handoff to Schoenhoven. Schoenhoven battering Ram up the middle. Picks up maybe three yards on the play to the 33-yard line for the defenders. It'll be second down and seven. Second down and seven. Dort trying to keep the Kaiser defense honest. Dort also running tempo here a little bit quicker. Clayberg pulls it, rolls right. Pass is complete. And on the far side, inside the five-yard line, going to his knees to make the grab was Levi Jungling. Jungling with the completion from Clayberg all the way inside the five, down to the three-yard line, the four-yard line. It'll be first down and goal for the defenders, and now the defenders trying to punch it in and take the lead. Yeah, a little run-pass option and uh, wide open downfield. Clayberg, barking signals, hands it to Schoenhoven. Schoenhoven bounces outside, lost the football. It's down on the ground, and was he down is the question, and they will say he was not. Defenders cough it up, turn it over. It'll be first down and 10 for the Seahawks at their own four-yard line. So a great drive by the defender offense comes up empty, and now the defense will need to respond. And if that pass from Clayberg isn't underthrown, Dort's in the end zone already, and uh, just a case where Ifs and buts, and now you've got to recover defensively and come back uh, with a good series. Well, yeah, and, and Levi was so wide open that uh, it's one of those passes where you just want to make sure you get it to him. You don't want to miss him. You don't want to overthrow him. And, uh, yeah, instead of catching it on his knees, if he was able to catch it on the run, obviously would have scored easily. But now the defense has to step up on a sudden changeup. Opportunity. Levi Schoenhoven does not cough the football up much. Burgess with it, bounces outside, gets a block. He's to the 15 and forced out of bounds at the 20-yard line by Treshman. And he was actually out of bounds already at the 17-yard line. Enough for a first down, though, and some breathing room for Kaiser. 7.25 remaining here in the first quarter. Kaiser leads 3-0. to 3-0 our score. Dort defense called on to make... Come up and make a play after the offense turns it over. Back to pass is Matthews. Matthews has a man open, and the pass is complete to the 45-yard line. Getting free was Tryon Jones, and this Kaiser team has come off of the bus, a long bus ride. They arrived in Sioux City early in the morning yesterday. They got their legs under them, and uh, after a shaky start on just a couple of plays offensively, it looks like they are hitting their stride. 6.48 left to play here in the first quarter. Eli Matthews turns, gives, running back. This is a new running back, I believe. That's uh, not 25, but rather 15. 
Double check that. Maybe my eyes aren't as good as they once were. Oh, well, looks like 15. And that is a player that was not listed on the 2 deep. That's Esfonso Elam. Elam with the carry. Picks up four yards on the play. Short of the midfield stripe by a yard. It'll be second down and six. So Elam still in the backfield with Matthews. Matthews is going to pull it to the 40, to the 32, and he is finally brought down by Nathan Cabongo. Cabongo coming over from the cornerback to make that stop after that option. Fake to the fullback again on the dive, and then pulling it was Matthews. Neli Matthews gained nearly 200 yards on the ground last year. Not an explosive threat. Had a long of 20 last year. He picks up about 15 on that play. Another carry up the middle. Gain of six on the play. It's going to be second down and four. Second and four. Dort trying to get a fresh player in the field. That's Colin Thornton. Matthews turns, hands, and good run defense. So the defenders, good on the run defense so far, but pass defense, uh, that is where Kaiser has taken advantage so far. Yeah, and Kaiser's doing a nice job of, of keeping the Dort defense off balance with uh, mixing up the run pass. Uh, pretty good ratio and, and doing a good job of, of getting people open in the pass game. Third down and six. Football at the 27-yard line. Matthews flares it out to Elam. Elam picks up a first down before he's forced out of bounds by Cabongo. That's down to the 19-yard line. So a first down for the Seahawks and the defenders. Now you start thinking in terms of either force a turnover or force a field goal attempt. So Esfonso Elam, 5'8", 175-pounder, comes in for this series and does some immediate damage. And now the Seahawks looking to the sideline. They've got 15 seconds on the play clock. Matthews in the pistol. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. They've also got that wing back. They hand it off. New running back, that's Tremaine Gabriel. Gabriel picks up three on the play. Down to the 16-yard line. It will be second down and six. Van Hoffwagen on the tackle for the defenders. So 3 to nothing. Kaiser in front. 4.05 remaining first quarter of play. Fast moving first quarter of action. Eli Matthews looking to the sideline. Plenty of time on the play clock. He's got 15 seconds. Back to pass is Matthews. Matthews lofts it towards the end zone. Cornerback, Cabongo, and the intended receiver tangled up as that ball drifts out of bounds. Harmlessly intended for Jalen Arnold on the left side of the end zone, running out of real estate, and that will bring up third down. Yeah, and Cabongo in nice position on that play to, to, to play the ball if it was well thrown, and quarterback had to lay it to the outside and threw it out of bounds. So Matthews looking to the sideline, 10 seconds on the play clock. They'll get this off no problem. Three receivers to the right, one to the left. Gabriel is in the backfield. They hand it off to Gabriel. No, he pulls it. Matthews heading towards the 10-yard line, and he has stopped right at the 10-yard line, just enough for a first down on the second effort. And Matthews that time not getting big chunks of yardage, but enough and uh, taking advantage of the Dort defense on that dive play. Yeah, and uh, 
Guys cheating a little bit, not playing their option responsibilities, and quarterback's able to pull it and get to the edge. Defensive end got sealed that time on the left side of the Seahawk. On the left side of the Seahawk offensive line, and that one is thrown into the end zone. Jalen Arnold makes the grab as Cabongo tried to wrestle it away from him. It's a complete pass for a touchdown, and nine-yard touchdown completion. And the Seahawks grab an early 9-0 lead. 9-0 our score. And the Seahawks are on to attempt the point after. This is Logan Robinson. Holder is Eli Matthews. And the Seahawks trying to stake themselves to a 10-0 lead. 9-0 currently. Snap is down, kick is up, and the kick is good. And the Seahawks have taken a 10-0 lead. 10-0 our score. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. We'll be back with a kickoff. Dort working themselves into a hole. Now they need to work themselves out. Back with more after this. Kaiser goes 96 yards. They cap it with a touchdown pass. And the Seahawks grab the early 10-0 lead. And now Dort... Forced into a significant hole with 3.19 remaining in the first quarter. Still plenty of time, and obviously you need some obviously you need some defensive stops along the way. Dort showed they could move the football on their first possession. Just turned it over deep in Kaiser territory. So Dort set to return, jungling with his heels on the goal line. And the end-over-end kick taken by Jungling right at the goal line. He's on the right side, up the numbers to the 10, to the 20. A little juke move to the 30, 35, and forced out of bounds at about the 35-yard line. So a 35-yard return by Levi Jungling. And the Dort offense back on the field, that Dort defense on the field a long time, it seemed, on that last drive, Kyle. Yeah, they've been on the field uh, a lot here this this first quarter with uh, – Dort's offensive series going pretty quickly. Um, but, again, it's the defense's job to get off the field, so you got to get stops on third downs and, and cause some turnovers. First 12 minutes or so, Dort has had the football probably three minutes or so. Clayberg's going to run option, pitches it to Sconehoven. Sconehoven maybe back to the yard of the line of scrimmage, and that is it. Tackle by Kaiser's Sage Chen Young. Young, a cornerback. Coming all the way across the field to make that play on the option. Still 10-0. Second down and 10 now. Clayberg with Sconehoven behind him. Have a man in motion. Hand it to Sconehoven up the middle. Sconehoven, five-yard pickup on the play. Maybe six yards. It'll be third down and four for the defenders at their own 40-yard line with Levi Sconehoven getting the carry straight up the middle. Yeah, and getting yourself in a manageable third down situation here. Third down and four, Clayberg, hard count. No one jumps for Kaiser. 25 seconds on the play clock. They've got plenty of time. So third down and four. Clayberg has Sconehoven behind him. Dodges to the left. Clayberg is going to tuck it and run it himself, racing to the edge, and he gets enough for a first down. To the 45-yard line is Noah Clayberg, and that second effort got him the first down. The defenders trailing 10-0, imperative that they work the football down the field and uh, get a score, uh, give their defense a little bit of a rest at least. Well, and that's what makes that uh, third down conversion really important there, just to keep your defense off the field for a little longer 
hopefully turn this drive into a scoring drive. Clayberg fakes the handoff, plants, throws, and incomplete. Intended for the defenders, number 88. That's Raphael Carr. Raphael Carr. Backup wide receiver, unable to hang on to it. It's going to be second down and 10. Raphael, a 5'8", 175-pounder from Santee, California, I believe. Yeah, and a nice ball by No. Put it right on him. He just needs to make that catch. Second down and 10. Fake the handoff. Clayberg pitches it to Jungling. Jungling, nowhere to go. Forced out of bounds. Maybe a one- or two-yard gain on the play. It's going to be third down and eight after a two-yard pickup for Jungling. So right now, after some early success for the option, Kaiser has made some defensive adjustments, and Dort's offense, the option, not picking up as much yardage. Well, and they're definitely, uh, they've made an effort to get the ball out of Noah's hands here. Clayberg turns, hands it off, Schoenhoven stopped at the midfield stripe. And it's going to bring up fourth down and five with a minute left in the first quarter. Fourth down and five. Haven't seen any movement yet on the Dort, uh, Dort sideline. And now we will see the special teams come on. I'm curious who we have punting. Uh, Jake Dodge listed as a potential punter. I've also said Noah Clayberg could be punting, and it appears Noah will take his spot 15 yards deep. And the Seahawks, I'm guessing they will stay at home. Make sure this is snapped and kicked. Clayberg gets it away, a line drive, and this one's going to drift towards the five-yard line, and it's fielded at the five-yard line. And nowhere to go for the return man for Kaiser. Stop for no gain is Kaiser's Tremaine Gabriel. And that'll bring up first down and 10 for Kaiser, already leading 10 to nothing. With 17 seconds left to go in the first quarter, they'll start first down and 10 at their own six-yard line. Yeah, probably not a great decision to, to catch that punt, but uh, Dort had nice coverage on the play and, and got him down inside the, inside the 10 where you want to be. So first down and 10 for Kaiser. Clock will start on the snap. 18 seconds on the play clock. Again, back in at running back is Elam. So Elam getting the call in the second series, and he's back on the field. Elam racing to the edge to the 10, and he is brought down at the 11-yard line. And that will in all likelihood be the final play of the first quarter. Five seconds left. And Kaiser will take a 10-0 lead after the first quarter of play. 10-0 our score. Kaiser leads Dort University in the season opener for both teams in non-conference football play. We'll be back with the second quarter of action right after this. First down, uh, pardon me, second down and four for the Seahawks after the quarter break. They flared out on the near side, breaking a tackle and brought down at the 18-yard line. Morozik finally makes the tackle on Jones, but not before Jones gets a first down out to the 19-yard line. It'll be first down and 10 for Kaiser. At their own 19. Yeah, just a little wide receiver screen, and uh, Kaiser doing a nice job of mixing things up, and they had their big tight end out in front blocking on that play. Kaiser moving from right to left or from south to north here at Open Space Park. Back to pass is Matthews. Matthews drops it over the middle. It complete to Jones. Jones 
Picks up five yards after the catch. It'll be second and five. And when uh, Kaiser runs the ball, they haven't had much success, but they go to the air, and they've been awfully difficult to stop consistently for the defenders. It's second down and five, trailing 10 to nothing, 14.05 remaining here in the first half. Matthews hands it off, and it's a first down again for Elam. Asfunso Elam after the tackle by Morozik, and Elam has not been stopped behind the line of scrimmage so far here this, this evening. Well, and what Kaiser's doing, uh, they're winning first down on both sides of the ball, and uh, that's putting themselves in good situations. They lead 10 to nothing. Hand off to Elam. Elam on the sweep to the right, and he's going to be brought down a little or no gain on the play. I believe that's Colin Ostenink on the tackle. Number eight, the linebacker, going over to make the stop. It's going to be second down and eight after a two-yard pickup on the play. And here's an opportunity for Dort's defense. Uh, they finally win on first down, put uh, Kaiser's offense in a second and eight or nine situation, so uh, need to make a stop here. Matthews is the quarterback. Elam is behind him. Four down line, uh, three down linemen for the defenders. The linebacker comes up to rush the edge. Pass over the middle is complete. And it's into Dort territory all the way down to the 48-yard line before he is dragged down. That's Caleb Walls. First time we have called Walls' name today, and he just comes over the middle crossing pattern. Got some room to work, and uh, he is taken down at the 49-yard line of the defenders. Yeah, and the Kaiser receiver is doing a good job of finding the hole, holes in the, the defensive zone coverages and, and uh, getting to the open spot. And Quarterback's doing a nice job of putting it there. First down and 10 at the 49-yard line. Hand off to Elam. Elam at midfield. Cuts back to the left. And he is brought down by Morozik at the 45-yard line. A gain of four on the play. It's going to be second down and six. Second and six. It's just been hard work so far for the defenders. Since that opening drive, it's been Kaiser controlling this football game. Matthews has Elam behind him. Three receivers set to the left. They fake the screen over to Elam, and instead Matthews keeps it himself. And just a three-yard pickup on the play, but three yards, that gets them into a very manageable third down and three at the 42-yard line. Yeah, nice, uh, well-designed quarterback draw. Uh, They just wanted positive yards to, again, like you said, put themselves in a manageable third down. This is an all-likelihood four-down situation for Kaiser, unless this play is for negative yardage. Matthews looks to the sideline. 13 seconds remaining on the play clock. Football is at the 42-yard line. They hand it off, and short of the first down, that's going to bring up fourth down and one, it appears. Ball carrier, Tremaine Gabriel, looked like he slipped as he went to make a cut. Yeah, they're going to go for it here, Mike. They bring in some extra personnel. Uh, bigger personnel. Looks like they're going to try to pound it at Dort here. Kaiser going with a heavy package. They've got tight end set to the left, one to the right. Send a man in motion as well, right to left. They hand it off, and enough for a first down and then some. He's to the 30 and brought down at the 26-yard line. And you got a little misdirection going with the man in motion. And look, cut back against the green. It's a first down carry for Kaiser. Down to the door at 26-yard line. Well, it looked like, uh, I mean, he was fortunate not to score on the play because uh, he broke through the line of scrimmage. And, uh, yeah, they were 
Nobody in the secondaries. Everybody was sucked up against the run. First down and 10 at the 26-yard line. Eli Matthews hands it off. Ball carrier Gabriel. Gabriel stuck it by Bosma after a one-yard gain on the play. It's going to be second down and nine. Well, yeah, we're to that point, Mike, where, you know, uh, defensively somebody has to make a play. Uh, They're just getting too many yards on first down and uh, on every down. I mean, they're just taking it to Dort's defense right now, and somebody has to step up. Second down and nine for Kaiser. Eli Matthews. So, Matthews, we have movement along the line of scrimmage, and it looked like tight end on the right side for Kaiser. Jalen Arnold got up out of his stance. So, five-yard penalty against the Seahawks. That is just their second penalty. First time against their offense, and that will set up second down and long. See if Dort can capitalize. Second down and 14, football at the 30-yard line. Matthews, rolling right, looking, pass is complete. And Placide missed on the tackle, and the wide receiver will walk into the end zone. Caleb Walls on the far side on the pitch and catch. A 26-yard, beg your pardon, a 31-yard completion for Kaiser. And Kaiser has come out. And flex their muscle here in the first half. 9.43 left to go in the first half. It's Kaiser 16, Dort 0. Yeah, frustrating thing on that play is he uh, had an opportunity to tackle, tackle him sh- well short of the first down, put him in a third down situation. Instead, you miss a tackle, poor pursuit angles, and uh, receiver gets into the end zone. Logan Robinson on to attempt the point after. He's got a field goal to his credit already and one point after. Trying to make it 17-0. That one's up, and that is through. And Kaiser takes a 17-0 lead. 9.43 left to go. First half. Back with more after this. This is Dort Football on KDCR. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center 88.5. We're also live on the World Wide Web, kdcr885.com. Dort returning the kick. Down 17 to nothing, a short kick. Schoenhoven is going to let that one drop, and it is covered up at the 20-yard line by Carter Skibout. And Kaiser catching on that uh, stay away from the big play. They just go to the sky kick. Dort forced to field it. They allow it to drop, and they uh, set up first down and 10 at their own 20. Yeah, and fortunate to field it uh, with the, the type of speed that Kaiser has on the field. Uh, you got to cover that ball up. Almost like a punt coming down. Noah Clayberg, the quarterback. Dort trailing 17 to nothing. Absolutely have to come up with a response now. Noah Clayberg to the edge, and Clayberg is dragged down from behind at the 25-yard line, and uh, Levi that time actually chased down from behind. We haven't seen that much through his first two years, but good pursuit that time by uh, Sage Chen Young, again racing all the way across the field to make the play. It's going to be second down and five. Handoff to Sconehoven. Sconehoven, short gain on the play, maybe to the 27-yard line. A gain of two. It's going to be third down and three. Hate to say it, but you got to convert here. You do. Um, defense been out there f- far too much, and, yeah, it's their job to get off the field, but offensively you need to sustain a drive. Noah Clayberg, the quarterback. Kaiser shows blitz. 
Clayberg now looks to the sideline. He's got time. 15 seconds on the play clock. Schoenhoven is behind him. Clayberg is going to run option. Actually a design keeper for him. Gets a block from Schoenhoven and picks up enough for a first down. And Schoenhoven able to spring him on that more or less a design quarterback sweep. And it sets up looking like an option, but then Clayberg just tucks it away and goes. Yeah, and uh, just, yeah, pretty much just a quarterback sweep play and uh, just designed to pick up three or four yards needed for a first down. Schoenhoven took care of one of the two players that was out there, and Clayberg able to pick up enough for the first down. First down and 10 at their own 32-yard line for the defenders. Dort in their black jersey tops. Gold numbers, the new DU logo on their helmet. First game as Dort University. Fake the handoff. Clayberg's going to keep it himself, racing to the edge, and he is spun down after a gain of about four on the play. It's going to be second down and six in the danger here. I know you're going to hear me say this, Kyle, is the danger is trying to do too much and get it all back at once. You're still in a manageable position here with getting the kickoff to start the second half. Exactly. A lot lot of football game left to be played, and, you know, defense is going to obviously have to make some stops, but you got plenty of time to get back into this. Clayberg pulls it, pitches over to Schoenhoven. Schoenhoven up the right side, runs over a would-be tackler, picks up enough for a Dort first down, and the defenders have it first down and 10 at their own 48 after the 11-yard pickup by Schoenhoven. Yeah, and finally able to get the ball out to the pitch and have some room out there. Uh, Better job of perimeter blocking. Running to the narrow side of the field, Schoenhoven was able to get up the sideline and ran over one tackler. Handed off to Schoenhoven now. Stood up, breaks a tackle, breaks another one, and he is into Kaiser territory at the 47-yard line. First down and 10 for Dort after the five-yard pickup by Schoenhoven. 6.55 and counting. Second quarter, a fast-moving first half of football. Clayberg looking to the sideline. Mitchell Van Riggen Mortar starting center for the defenders. Justin Yerquitis on the right guard. Clayberg barking signals. Two backs in the backfield with him. Clayberg's going to try to get to the edge. Now pitches and a collision. And the ball pops in the air. And it's Jake Dodge who picks it up off the deflection. And that had disaster written all over it. It did. A late flag. And now we have a whistles. And it appears a player shaken up for Kaiser. That could have ended far worse for the defenders in terms of the outcome of that play. Well, exactly. That uh, Sage Chen Young uh, corner for Kaiser is uh, playing one whale of a ball game, doing a great job on, on secondary run support. He's getting there quick, defeating blocks on the perimeter, uh, making it really difficult to get the ball out to pitch whenever uh, Dort tries to run his way. It is a lineman who has shaken up for Kaiser. He's being attended to right now. Looks like they're working on his right leg. And Sage Chen Young, uh, it's uh, ironic you bring him up because his name jumped off of the stat sheet as well. Six interceptions last year, sophomore from Wellington, Florida. Had a great year in the defensive secondary last year for Kaiser as they built a 6-4 and four record. Actually, were 6-2 and two at one point before losing their last two games of the year. And uh, he has come up, and uh, if you had to pick a defensive player of the game for Kaiser so far in the first half, uh, you'd be hard-pressed to find somebody else who has had less impact than he – or more impact than he has. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's, uh, he's playing very physical football, and, and you don't get that a lot 
these days from corners. Uh, they're so uh, pass coverage conscious and and uh, those smaller athletic guys. But he's uh, got nice size and he plays physical football and uh, yeah, he, g- he gives good support against the run. Markel Finney, the player who is shaken up for Kaiser. And uh, had to wait until he rolled over and saw number 92. He's a 6'2", 290-pound sophomore. And uh, he is. they're still working on him, getting him into a position where they can uh, assist him off of the field. He's sitting upright now. Training staff for Kaiser. Kaiser's trip up here, and the, boy, you get banged up today. That's going to be a long ride home. That's a long ride. They're getting on the bus and leaving immediately after this game, after they get showered up and get fed. And uh, they're planning on getting home sometime in the wee morning hours in Florida on Saturday morning. Uh, they left Florida late Monday night, and so it has been a blur so far, but they have not shown much effect from the trip thus far leading 17 to nothing with 625 left to play in the first half and up on his feet now is Finney. Finney is going to be assisted off of the field and he is not putting any pressure on that right leg and uh, he is 62290 he is easily the largest defensive player on the defensive line for Kaiser. They don't have a lot of size, but Kyle, I always say I'll, I'll take speed any day of the week, and they have shown speed so far today. Absolutely, and uh, yeah, situation like this, interior defensive lineman, it's so easy to get rolled up on uh, somebody else, whether it's uh, the, an offensive lineman or one of your own players falling down. Uh, you see this happen quite often but hopefully he's going to be all right i couldn't tell if they're working necessarily on his knee or his ankle but uh, he's not putting any weight on that leg yeah i would be shocked if we saw him return coming up at halftime today we will have the fairway meat and grocery scoreboard fairway meat and grocery and some center serving the community since 1991 there are a few gpac games uh, games going on involving gpac teams uh this evening well we're back to action after the extended break Dort facing third down and six. They need the 42 for a first down. Clayberg's going to roll right, racing to the edge. He's to the 45, and he fumbles it out of bounds as he is met at the 38-yard line. And Noah Clayberg up on his feet, and uh, we will see if Noah is able to continue. He will not. He's going to walk off of the field under his own power, and Tyler Reynolds is going to check into the football game. Now, we anticipated seeing Tyler before the day was over. Talked to the coaching staff today, and uh, he said uh, it won't be because of uh, it's not a script or anything like that, but they wanted to get Tyler Reynolds into the game today. And after uh, Clayberg takes that direct shot, after picking up a first down at the 39-yard line, he checks himself out of the football game. Reynolds is going to pitch it over to Sconehoven. Sconehoven up the sideline, and he is pushed out of bounds at the 20, uh, pardon me, the 34-yard line. It'll be second down and five. Yeah, Mike, Reynolds was on the field so quickly there. I, I almost wonder if that, that was uh, in the plan at the beginning of that play and because uh, Noah didn't even have time to make a decision. Reynolds was on the field. Reynolds turns, hands, gives it to Charlie Young, and Charlie Young stopped just shy of the 30-yard line. It'll be third down and less than two. Just a third down and a long one, we'll call it. Gave him forward progress to the 31-yard line, I believe. he need They need the 29-yard line for a first down. So we'll call it third down and two. 
Tyler Reynolds, 5'11", 185 pounds from Yuba City, California. He's a sophomore. 4.40 left to play in the half. 13 seconds and counting, now 12. Reynolds, number two, takes the snap, keeps it himself, and he's going to make it to the 30, and that's it. Forward progress to the 30, picks up a yard. It's going to be fourth down and one. Obviously going for it here, Mike. Got to get a first down, keep this drive going. Noah Clayberg walking up and down the sideline. Still has his helmet. That's a good sign. 4.05 remaining. First half of play. Dort trailing 17 to nothing. Fourth down and one football is at the 30. Need the 29 for a first down. Sconehoven is in the backfield. Handed off to Sconehoven and Sconehoven. I don't think he got it. Sconehoven met right at the uh, t- right at the 30. Maybe struggled forward for a half a yard. And it's going to be Kaiser football on downs. First down and 10 for Kaiser at their own 30. So Dort yeah. has struggled to move the football consistently here in the first half. Trail 17 to nothing. Yeah, just uh, too many people at the line of scrimmage. And, uh, you know, you got a uh, few of them blocked, but uh, you just outnumbered up there and needed to win a one-on-one. And it's not often that he falls backwards, but uh, Kaiser's defense won that matchup. So far today, Kaiser has 250 total yards of offense. Dort 122 at this point. So Dort turns it over on downs. First down and 10 for Kaiser. Matthews rolling right, has a man open, and the pass is complete to the 50-yard line. Pass completed to Caleb Walls. First down for Kaiser, and Kaiser has all three of their timeouts remaining with 3.33 left to go in the half. Kaiser, three possessions and three scores so far. First down and 10, football at the midfield stripe. Matthews turns, hands, gives to Gabriel. Gabriel, not much there. Kak Marinsky, the junior from Pella, Iowa, on the stop. It's going to be second down and nine. Second and nine. Football at the 49-yard line, so Kaiser in Dort territory again. Coming up at halftime, we'll have our Where Are They Now segment. Daryl DeRyder in the subject when we get to the halftime break. 245 and counting. First half, Kaiser 17, Dort 0. Keeping it as Matthews. Matthews lunging forward to the 46-yard line. It'll be third down and six. A third down and long for Kaiser with two and a half left to go in the half. Yeah, unfortunately he tripped himself up there. Um, He had a running lane. Dort has to uh, re-examine and and get back to fundamentals and playing their option responsibilities. Luke Disatel is the defensive end on the left side for Dort. Let's see what they... Matthews back to pass. Pass is complete, and the tackle wrapped up that time by Elliot Van Kickericks. Van Kickericks, the freshman from Rock Valley, Iowa, making the tackle after the completion to Caleb Walls, but that time there was nowhere to go for Walls after the completion. That'll set up fourth down and six. No gain on the play, and just what Dort needed defensively, someone making a tackle and limiting the damage after that pass completion. Dort uses a timeout here, uh, trying to... 
preserve some time on the clock and hopefully get some get a two-minute drill going. But they have to make a stop here in fourth down because it's uh, it's very possible Kaiser could go out, go for it here. Eli Matthews, 13 of 14 passing, 164 yards, a couple of touchdowns, a long completion of 30. Uh, we anticipated Kaiser's defense being stout, but their offense has uh, been equally impressive here this evening. Yeah, and uh, again, they've been doing a nice job mixing things up. They have some weapons outside, uh, tight end that looks like he's uh, as good as a good a tight end as I've seen in a while, and um, some weapons on the outside and weapons out of the backfield, and and they run the ball pretty well. So they're they're kind of keeping Dort's defense off balance and going for it here on fourth down. So Kaiser is going for it on fourth down and six. Football is at the 40-yard line. Got to be heads up of a hard count here. Try to draw Dort offsides. Eli Matthews, the quarterback. Man in motion left to right. Matthews, a quick kick. And that one's going to roll all the way through the end zone. And a touchback for the defenders. It'll be first down and 10 at their own 20 with two minutes remaining. And uh, Kaiser not quite as daring as we had anticipated. And uh, that's what you can do when you've got an, an adequate athlete at quarterback, more than adequate athlete at quarterback. Matthews able to make that quick kick and uh, Dordon able to get a return. First yeah. down and 10 for the defenders. Looks like it's Reynolds in at quarterback. So Reynolds quarterbacking. Fakes the handoff. He's going to roll right. Floats it out for... Floats it out, and it's intercepted. Guess who? And I'm going to guess that's Chen Young. Chen Young again on the interception, and that's a fantastic play. He timed it perfectly and just took it away from the intended receiver. It was intended over to Levi Neeson, I believe, over on the near side. Pass, just a little too much air under it, though, and it'll be first down and 10 for Kaiser at the 31-yard line. Yeah, just a good example of playing the ball. He went and got it. Um, you know, if you're a receiver, you need to come back and meet the ball. And, you know, we were kind of waiting for it. And Chen Young played it and made a nice play. 31-yard line. Kaiser takes over. First down and 10. Matthews. The Seahawks leading 17-0. Looking to tack on more here before the half comes to an end. They hand it off. That's Elam. Elam on the carry. And Elam picks up four yards on the play. It's going to be second down and six. Second and six, and he's just running inside and getting that push up front for Kaiser. And Kaiser so far has owned the line of scrimmage. Yeah, and he's got a nice low center of gravity. You've got to wrap him up or he's going to break some tackles. Elam, the carry, cuts it back right side. Inside the 25, down to the 23. It's going to be third down and one. Third and one for Kaiser. They've got all three of their timeouts remaining. So third down and two. Looking to the sideline is Eli Matthews. Kaiser leading 17-0. Matthews. Rolling right. Plants. Throws towards the end zone. Pass is complete. Bosma on the coverage. 
Forced out of bounds is Trayon Jones inside the five down at the three-yard line. And it'll be first down and goal to go for Kaiser, threatening to build on the 17-0 lead. Well, really a well-thrown football. Uh, got her on the outside. Really the only guy with a chance at catching that was the receiver, and he made a nice play on the ball. First down and goal to go. Marked at the two, under a minute to go in the half. Fake the handoff to Jones, instead give it to Elam, and Elam is across the goal line into the end zone. Touchdown, Kaiser. Kaiser leads at 23-0. 23-0 for the point after try to come. 49 seconds remaining here in the half. So the point after try on the way for Logan Robinson. Robinson last season, 19 of 23 point after tries. Tonight, he is two for two. 49 seconds remaining in the half. Snap is down, kick is up, and the kick is through the uprights. And the defenders trail 24-0 to zero with under a minute to go to halftime. 24-0 our score. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. We'll be back with more right after this. This is Dort Football on KDCR. 24-0 with 49 seconds left to go in the half. Defenders need to get to halftime and regroup. And the scary part is here, Kaiser has three timeouts remaining, and they could could force Dort to give them the football back if they get a defensive stop. Football is taken at the 15-yard line to the 20, to the 25, to the 30, 35, and brought down at the 36-yard line. Dort's return man. And the defenders will take over first down and 10 at the 38-yard line. And I believe that was Ethan Thomas on the return for the defenders. Ethan Getting some action here in the first half on the kick return. Dort trailing 24 to nothing. Tyler Reynolds in at quarterback. Reynolds rolling left. Reynolds looking. Gets a block from Schoenhoven to the 40 to the 45 and runs out of bounds at the 45-yard line. 37 seconds remaining. First half. Gain of seven on the play. They mark him out of bounds actually at the 44-yard line. Well, see if we can get something good here to close the first half. Tyler Reynolds, Dort gets the football back to start the second half of play. Hand off to Schoenhoven. Schoenhoven, the ball carrier, Schoenhoven, out near midfield. Picks up enough for a first down. A six-yard pickup on the play for the senior from Hospers, Iowa. And the defenders face first down and 10, trailing 24 to nothing. Football at the midfield stripe, and Schoenhoven comes off of the field limping. Reynolds. In the shotgun, Reynolds rolling left, and uh, he's going to be forced out of bounds on the Kaiser sideline on the far side after a gain of one on the play. It's going to be second down and nine, 18 seconds remaining. Yeah, just let uh, too much time run off the clock there before running that play, and I know you had an injury with Skonovan coming off the field, but you got to tempo it up when you get to midfield. Second down and nine, Tyler Reynolds. Rolls right, looking, pass over the middle, complete to Dodge, and Dodge is knocked down, passes incomplete at the 38-yard line. 
And Jake Dodge unable to control that pass as he was leveled at the 38-yard line, and the ball comes free. Yeah, people thinking there should be a flag there, but it's just a legal hit. He got him with the shoulder, put put his shoulder right on the ball. It looks nasty, but uh, perfectly legal play, separating the receiver from the ball. Tyler Reynolds, 13 seconds left to go. It's third down and nine. Football at the 49-yard line of Kaiser. And what do we have? Think, uh, Play clock ran down. Did we get a timeout called? I we did. So. Yep. Dort used a timeout, so they've got two remaining. 13 seconds left to go till halftime. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. Well, coming up at halftime, we will be checking in with where are they now. And our first subject, as I said, was Daryl DeRyder, former soccer player and also soccer coach. We'll also run through the statistics after the dust settles after the first half of play. And we will get uh, second half kickoff. That'll be about 20 minutes, uh, 20 minute halftime or so. Today's broadcast made possible by a grant from Borensons of Boyden. Handling gravel and excavation needs on the web at borensons.com. The dust settles. You'll appreciate their quality service by CNH Body Repair in Orange City. An ICAR recognized gold class shop. It's a full service automotive collision repair facility. They also offer 24-hour towing and recovery services in northwest Iowa. CNH Body Repair, their reputation didn't happen by accident. Also made possible by Highway Chevrolet Buick in Rock Valley. Find new roads to Highway Chevrolet Buick. Their entire inventory of over 150 new and used vehicles is on the web at highwaychevrolet.com. 13 seconds remaining till halftime and Dort needs to get to halftime without any more damage. Reynolds, the quarterback, facing third down and nine, fakes the handoff. He's going to drop back to pass, throws over the middle, intended for Jungling. Jungling comes down with it. No, the pass falls incomplete, and Levi Jungling stretching out for that. Got the wind knocked out of him, and uh, I don't know how many times we're going to see him do that over the course of his career where he just stretches out and comes down full impact on the ground, and he's going to have to check out of the football game and get his win back. Facing fourth down and nine are the defenders with eight seconds remaining in the half. So Kaiser will call the timeout here, talk things over. Eight seconds on the clock. And what are your options here, Kyle? Well, you know, you gotta you got to run a play that, if you're going to run an offensive play, it has to be a play that you know is going to burn up the rest of the clock. So, you know, you probably want to take a shot downfield, but you're going to roll them out and uh, – Something a little bit longer developing, get the ball downfield and, and hope somebody can make a play and, and something positive happens. But flip side of that, you know, Kaiser's thinking, you know, we get a stop here and maybe they can take one last shot at the end zone uh, from midfield. So big play here. Um, we want something positive to happen. Put uh, Levi Jungling back on the field. So if you're going to run a play down the field, I want him on the field at least getting a shot at it. So uh, we'll see if he ends up staying on the turf, and he will. Dort trailing 24 to nothing. I believe there's eight seconds left. They've got the clock counting down for the timeout right now. You line jungling up in the slot. Ben Hubelhorst is over on the near side at the 50 yard at the uh, on the numbers at the 50. Back to pass is Reynolds. He's going to roll right. He's going to keep it, and now he has some room to run, but. Uh, 
gets to the 25, to the 20, and he is buried at the 19-yard line. And once things closed up for him, he would have been well advised to slide, but uh, picks himself up, and that's the end of the first half. Dort trailing 24 to nothing, and a lot to talk about for the Dort defenders in the locker room at half. Yeah, he was just trying to make a play with his feet. You know, he got out and saw a lot of green and a lot of turf out in front of him. And, yeah, if you can get a block downfield, maybe something positive happens. But, um, yeah, there's just too many white jerseys out there pursuing to the ball. 24 to nothing, our score. We've made it to halftime. Time for the defenders to regroup. And uh, hopefully they can uh, get things uh, rectified. And at halftime, trailing 24 You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. We'll take a break, and we'll be back with Daryl DeRyder and Where Are They Now? After that, rundown of our numbers, but we'll take a break first and back with Where Are They Now? Hello, everyone. Back once again for another season of Where Are They Now? Only on KDCR 88.5 FM and KDCR885.com. Where Are They Now? is made possible by Farmers Mutual Insurance Association of Hull Acre Now Mutual Member, providing property protection to Northwest Iowa farmers and homeowners since 1886. Trust in tomorrow. I'm your host, Christian Zylstra, and our guest this week had a lot of great stuff to say, so much so that to hear the entirety of our interview, you'll have to go to KDCR's website, kdcr885.com, and click on the podcast page. Today's guest is a 1986 graduate of Dort. He played several sports like baseball and most notably men's soccer, where he ranks in the top 10 in several different scoring and assist categories in Dort men's soccer history. Today, Where Are They Now? goes international. Chatting with us from the nation of Haiti, it's 1986 Dort graduate Daryl DeRyder. You know, let's take it back to before you first stepped on campus at Dort. Where did you grow up and how did you first come to know about what was then known as Dort College? I grew up in the Central Valley of Northern California, a little town called Escalon, near Ripon. A lot of people with Dort connections have heard of Ripon, California, and I know a lot of people from Ripon Christian schools have and continue to to attend Dort. Yeah, just exposure to to Dort through, again, people who I knew went to Dort, friends of mine who were a little older who went to Dort, the youngest of five boys, but two older brothers that went to Calvin, so going to Dort was was a little bit uh, out of step for the the DeRider family, but uh, it was a great decision, and and I'm super glad I ended up there. Well, with your brothers going to Calvin, did you look at Calvin? Did you look at some other colleges or universities? And what separated yeah. Dort for you to the point where, you know, you felt like it would be home for the next four years? Yeah, that's a great question, and it's somewhat funny question, too, because I really wasn't planning on, on headed to college. School and me didn't get along great, but at the same time, I, I got to a point where I, I realized I, I wanted to, to continue my education. I wanted to continue to play uh, athletics, and that was a really important part of my life growing up. So funny about it is, is I didn't look at, at, at Calvin. I really didn't look at Dort. The first time I saw Dort's campus was when I stepped on campus as a freshman. Like, who, who does that? Now, one of the reasons, big reasons I ended up there uh, was to play soccer. And I was recruited by Calvin's coach. I got a personal handwritten letter. That's probably the way they did it back then from Marvin Zydema. But Dort's coach at the time, Quentin Vanessen, was the uncle of my, my best friend uh, in high school. And so I had some personal connections and personal conversations with Coach Vanessen prior to me making a decision for college. And, and that's, that's a big reason I ended up at Dort. On the academic side, it's kind of ironic you say that initially you weren't that interested in schooling and continuing college because a lot of your background is in teaching and coaching and administration. <laughs> what what kind of drew you to those fields? Where where did that switch kind of happen for you? Yeah, God's got a sense of humor, Christian, and 
He does, and he's got a plan, and it's a perfect plan, and, and it's, it's been great now looking back to see, you know, God's hand in, in, in that plan and in the, those provisions for, for my plan. So, you know, you, you, get to, you get to school, and we, what are you going to do? What are you going to major in? Well, again, athletics was such a big part of me. I, I wanted to do something where I could coach and, and continue to be and stay part of athletics. So I was a, became an education major, secondary education with a PE, PE major and a Spanish minor. All right, so let's dive into athletics a little. You were a high-quality athlete at Dord, most notably as a member of the men's soccer program. In a sport that, you know, nationally looking at the national stage was still arguably in its infancy here in the U.S., when and why did soccer become a passion of yours? Yeah, well, as I said, I grew up in, in California, and in California, soccer's been a, a little bit more popular sport than it had in the, in the middle of the country uh, during that time. So I was exposed to soccer early on in my life and, and played a lot of soccer, not so much organized soccer, but where I grew up in the Central Valley, there was a lot of uh, people from other places, including a lot of Latinos, people from Portugal who worked on the dairy farms in the area where I grew up. Uh, and so I played a lot of soccer with these uh, really, really high-skilled people who just loved the game, were passionate about the game. And, and, and through that experience, I, I just fell in love with, with the beautiful game. We alluded a little bit to your journey in education extending, you know, well beyond your years of learning in college. You know, from Central Valley Christian to Unity Christian, Pella Christian, and Holland Christian, you made a stop even for a few years as a professor and a men's soccer coach at Dort. What was that time like for you, once again, being able to take part in a program that wasn't a big part of your identity 15 years prior? Yeah. You know, so many things that in my life, in my career, I, I, I would not have, I would not have planned for or thought would have happened. And, and yet you look back and again, you see God's plan for that. And that includes my, my time at Dort. at a very successful stint at Unity Christian High School in Orange City, uh, where again, I had great players who allowed us as a program to just have some great success there. And I think that also helped open some doors for me to have the opportunity when it was presented to me yeah, to come to come back to Dort as a professor in the hyper department, but also as the men's soccer coach. And, and I, I really, truly enjoyed that experience. It wasn't very long, but I really, truly enjoyed that. I love recruiting young men. I love talking about Dort's mission and vision and, and how the soccer program fit into that. But at the same time, I really always just felt a, a strong pull and connection to being part of, of a high school setting, and that that was really that was where that was my wheelhouse. It was working with high school age students and student athletes, and and so when the opportunity at Pella Christian came along to be the head of school there at Pella Christian High School, just a lot of discernment. Actually, I said no to it three times, but through lots of prompting and and, and God's leading, I ended up there and had twelve great years at, at Pella Christian before moving on to Holland, Michigan. You mentioned a lot of your journey wasn't always planned. This is by far the most international Where the Now segment we have to date because you're actually calling <laughs> from Haiti. Can you tell me a little bit about where you are in Haiti and and the organization that you're working with, Many Hands for Haiti? Yeah, again, right. This was not on our, our radar. My wife Shelly and I, not on our radar. Uh, and Shelly, yeah, she was, I met her actually, she was played volleyball for Dort. She didn't graduate from there because I married her before she graduated from Dort and we moved to California. But we got invited, we got an invitation. We called that an invitation more than a calling because I think as Christians we all have the same calling, you know, to spread the good news and, and to make disciples. But so we call this an invitation to come to Haiti to just serve. You know, God's already here, He's doing great things and, and just called to, to, to be part of this organization here in Haiti. We're in we're in north central Haiti. It's in the central plateau region of Haiti in an area uh, around the, the biggest local town is called Pion, so they call this the Pion area. 
and it's beautiful uh, here in this, especially this time of the year, the rainy season. So we're here. We've, we've signed on for initially for a two and a half year commitment uh, with Many Hands. Many Hands is an organization that's been around 11 years. They're headquartered in Pella, Iowa. And while we were in Pella, that's when we got to know this organization. And when this organization got to know us, I led three groups of people, student teams, and even our family trips here just for those those traditional one-week mission trips. So that's how I got to you know fall in love with this country and these people, but also just to get to know this organization. And so when they when they called us and invited us to, to join them, uh, we kind of knew what we were getting into to some degree. Of course, when you move to a place and you live here, it's very much different than when you're here for a week. But it's been really good. We're coming up on our one-year anniversary being here, so we know we have at least another 18 months to be here uh, serving God and and my role here is continues to be in education. I oversee three areas, three key areas of our in-country ministry, all the education, uh, all of the agronomy. And I'm not an agronomist, but we do. Uh, I just oversee it from an administrative standpoint. And then we have a leadership development program that I uh, just kind of oversee again. That's where we are, and that's what we're doing. And, and uh, I tell people it's been really good, and it's been really hard. But uh, we're, we're, we're grateful to, to be serving the Lord here in, in Haiti. You talk about still being involved with with education and things like that. What about athletics? What's kind of the role, you know, whether it's through soccer or, or just staying active, what's the role of athletics in your life today in Haiti? Yeah, in Haiti, it really would just be around soccer. So as, as you know, and I think a lot of people know, you know, soccer is the most popular sport in the world. And in many places, it's almost, it's almost a religious a passion and pursuit of the beautiful game. And so it, that's been a fun part of life for me in Haiti is to still be a, around and be part of this, this game of soccer. Not so much, again, organized because there's not a lot of that, but just to, to play the game. Because I think soccer is it really is a game to be played. And so here they love to play it. And every Wednesday we do have a, a little church service here. And usually after that church service is the time where these young, these young boys know that uh, they can play soccer with me on our campus. We have a little space, where green space, where we can set up a, a little field and then play some soccer. So I, I get to play soccer a lot, and it's just a lot of fun. Once again, a big thank you to Daryl DeRyder for taking some time out of his busy schedule to join us here on Where Are They Now on KDCR 88.5 FM and KDCR885.com. Where They Now is made possible by Farmers Mutual Insurance Association of Holy Grinnell Mutual Member, providing property protection to Northwest Iowa farmers and homeowners since 1886. Trust in tomorrow. To hear the entirety of my interview with Daryl DeRyder, check out the podcast page on the KDCR website, kdcr885.com. I'm your host, Christian Zylstra. That's going to do it for this edition of Where Are They Now? Make sure you tune in for Where Are They Now? Halftime of Dort Defender football games to hear from various Dort athletic alumni all season long. Let's take a look at scores from around the conference. This is part of the Fairway scoreboard. Fairway Meat and Grocery in Sioux Center serving the community since 1991. Last scores I have. Uh, Ottawa of Arizona leads Dome 34-0. Valley City State over Jamestown 13-0. Kaiser leading Dort in a game you're listening to on KDCR 24-0. And Dakota Wesleyan and Dakota State last score I had was 7-7 all tied up. The defenders and Kaiser, we've got the numbers now. And let's go through those here at halftime. 15 to 10, Kaiser advantage with first downs. They've run the ball 25 times for 120 yards. 27 rushes for the defenders for 135 yards. 185 yards passing for Kaiser on 14 of 15 attempts. 
Dort, one of five, passing for 30 yards. Total offense in the first half, Kaiser 305. They've run 40 plays. Dort, 32 plays for 165 yards. Time of possession, around 18 to 12. So uh, Kaiser has had the football and have uh, taken advantage, and I believe they have had one drive that didn't end in a score. Individually, Noah Clayberg leading Dort, eight carries for 47 yards, but he left the football game uh, second-to-last drive of the first half and did not return. Now, they didn't take his helmet away, but he got stung pretty good, though, on the near sideline. We will see if he is able to go in the second half. Levi Sconhoven, 12 carries for 41 yards. Tyler Reynolds, four for 38. Passing, Clayberg, one of two passing for 30 yards. Rushing, Asfunso Elam, 10 carries for 38 yards for Kaiser. Eli Matthews, 4 for 33. Marquez Burgess, 6 for 28. And Tremaine Gabriel, 5 for 21. Matthews, 14 of 15 passing. He's looked like an All-American so far. No interceptions, two touchdowns. Caleb Walls and Tryon Jones, 5 catches apiece for 94 and 71 yards respectively. Walls also had a touchdown. Burgess, 2 catches for 3 yards. And Jalen Arnold, one catch for nine yards. Punting, Noah Clayberg, one punt for 45 yards. Eli Matthews, one punt for 46 yards. The scoring summary, Kaiser, 10-play, 61-yard drive to open the game. 444 went off of the clock. They settled for a field goal. Then with 319 left to go in the first quarter, they won on an 11-play, 95-yard drive. Took 413 off of the clock. They scored on a nine-yard Pass completion from Matthews to Arnold to make it 10 to nothing, And then with 9.43 left to go in the first half, Eli Matthews completed a pass to Caleb Walls for 30 yards. Point after was good. That was a 12-play, 94-yard drive to make it 17-0. And Asfonso Elam had a two-yard carry with under a minute left to go in the first half to make it 24-0. Tackles, Elliot Benkickerix, a total of seven tackles. Two solo, five assists. Josh Marazic, four and three. Colin Ostening, two and two. For Kaiser, Sage Chen Young, two solos, one assist. And he's also got an interception and tackle for loss. He's not the tackle leader, but he has been the most effective defensive player for Kaiser in the first half. All that cooks up, Kyle, into a 24-0 deficit for the defenders to work out of. Yeah, and you go back to the very first series, Mike, when... when, uh, Dort had Kaiser backed up, third and nine situation. How different is the entire first half if uh, the defense gets off the field with a stop there and and your offense starts with good field position? Um, Instead, they continue the drive and get a field goal on that first one, and then that just puts your defense on the field for a lot of minutes in the first half. You brought something up valid off of Mike uh, in the when we went to the first half break, and uh, I'm guilty of it as much as anyone. You think the next season is simply going to be a continuation of the previous year, and while you have key personnel back, things change, and you don't pick up immediately. You don't you don't pick up right where you left off at the end of the last yeah. season with the next season. Absolutely, Mike, and and probably where I'm seeing the biggest difference so far in, in just, you know, one half of play, you know, is, is you got some new faces up front in the offensive line and in the defensive line that, uh, you know, it's just not it's not the same. And it's going to take a little time for those guys to, to play like they did towards the end of the last season. 
um, especially with some new faces. And when you get a new quarterback in the game, your, your whole philosophy is going to be adjusted and changed a little bit. Um, it, it's a totally – every season – is a new team. It's a totally different team. These guys haven't all strapped on together and played a game up until tonight. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's an adjustment period. Tom Vandenbosch, who was a longtime volleyball coach at Dort, who I worked with for about 10 years when I arrived at Dort in 2001. Uh, one year he said, he said, finally the light bulb went off, and he said, each team, each year is unique. Uh, you have... And you have to treat it as such. What happened last year does not count this year. Right, yeah. And, and you know, I've been a part of teams that have had tremendous success the, the season before, and you got even have a lot of the same faces, but that doesn't translate. It doesn't mean that you're going to have uh, the same team out there because it, it, it's a collective group. There's so many different pieces especially you know and and tom has that experience uh with a lot of different pieces on a volleyball court on a on a football field it's even multiplied right you got so many different faces so many different aspects of the game that all have to come together and and it it takes time especially with some new faces so it's uh this isn't a total shock i think uh you can't put too much into the first half but I know uh, Coach Penner wants to come out here and, and play well uh, for the next 30 minutes. 30 minutes are complete. The next 30 minutes come up. Dort will have the football to start the second half. And I uh, would love to see them uh, put together a, a nice drive here at the start of the second half. And uh, still plenty of time. A lot of things can happen. Turnovers happen. Kaiser hasn't turned it over. and uh, They were about one-to-one last year in terms of takeaways and giveaways. So, uh, a lot can happen yet, but right now Dort down a minimum three scores. So Dort out of the uh, huddle or out of the uh, locker room. Kaiser has concluded their warm-ups as well, and I'm watching on the sideline. And I would be surprised if we see Noah Clayberg come in offensively. It certainly appears to me Tyler Reynolds is ready to go, number two over here. So we will see if that include, in fact, comes to fruition. That's one of the lineups. Uh, that's one, one piece of the lineup that we will watch. And as I said, uh, they were planning on using Tyler Reynolds in the first half tonight. And you indicated you felt he was probably ready to go on that play that uh, Clayberg got knocked down on on the near sideline. And uh, he came in and ran the last two series. And we will yeah. see what Dort does quarterback-wise in the second half. Yeah, it looks like Reynolds is going to be going. Uh, and we've got a new punter warming up here as well. Uh, so to me it looks like Noah may be done for the night. Uh, Clayberg took took a pretty good shot. Um, you know, and, and 10, 15, 20 years ago, Mike, uh, I think you'd see him on the field. But there's just so much smarter – uh, people on the sideline uh, with concussion type protocol uh, and you don't want to risk uh, Noah and, and his season and much more than that so uh, yeah I don't see him even uh, on the sideline right now. Ethan Thomas back to return the kick along with Carter Skibout and we are set for the second half of football end over end kick Drives him back to the goal line, out to the 5, to the 10, to the 15, to the 20. Spun around at the 20 and brought down at the 20-yard line was the return man for the defenders. That is Ethan Thomas. Thomas 
returning kicks as uh, Jungling took a couple of kicks back, and then they removed him to try and save a little wear and tear. He's lining up on the far side. And Tyler Reynolds in at quarterback for the defenders. Levi Sconehoven in the backfield. He got banged up in the first half as well, came off limping. He's back on the field. Handoff up the middle. And that's Charlie Young. Charlie Young with a carry. Young, a junior out of Colorado Springs, Colorado, sets up second down and two with that handoff straight up the middle. Second down and two. Yeah, good start for Dort. Uh... Up front in the offensive line, getting some good push. Reynolds, the handoff. And again, that's Charlie. Charlie Young with the carry. Did he get enough for a first down? They haven't given an indication yet. Now the far side line judge uh, did say it's a first down. So the defenders with a first down. First down and 10 at their own 31-yard line. Tyler Reynolds, the sophomore from Yuba City, California. Reynolds. Turns, hands, gives to Sconehoven. Sconehoven, 35 to the 37-yard line before he is brought down. Gain of six on the play for Sconehoven. And uh, Sconehoven, limited in the first half, has come back with a six-yard carry to start the second half. He had 41 yards on 12 carries in the first half. Turn, hand. Well, beg your pardon, Reynolds keeps it himself. Reynolds picks up the first down. Takes a lick at the end of the carry to the 42-yard line. So that's a first down for the defenders. First down and 10 at their own 42-yard line. Well, it looks like so far uh, the Dort offensive line uh, is accepting the challenge that I'm sure the coach has got after him this in the at halftime. Sconehoven, the carry to the 50-yard line. Gain of eight on the play. It's going to be second down and two. So Sconehoven picks up eight yards on the play. Second down and two for the defenders. Reynolds looking to the sideline. Charlie Young and Sconehoven in the backfield with him. Jungling split off wide to the right. Dodges to the left. Reynolds, design keeper. And Reynolds hits the hole hard, and he goes for five yards. It's first down and ten at the 45-yard line. Yeah, and that... That, Mike, was just the uh, the offensive line changing the line of scrimmage. Uh, the line of scrimmage went five yards downfield, and he was able just to sit in behind them and, and pick up the first down. First down and ten for the defenders in Kaiser territory at the 45-yard line. Lights have taken full effect here at Open Space Park. Man in motion, fake the handoff. Reynolds keeps it himself, and he's caught in the backfield, thrown for a loss. Ronnie Bennett on the tackle. Loss of five on the play for Reynolds. It'll be second and 15. 12-20 left to play. Third quarter, Dort trailing 24-0. 24-0 our score. Jake Dodge on the near side. New receiver lining up in the slot. I believe that's Neeson. Reynolds fakes the handoff, rolling right. Plants, throws over the top. Throwing it for jungling. Underthrown, incomplete. And that will bring up third down and 15. Third and 15 for the defenders. Clock stops on the incomplete pass. Well, Jungling's drawing a lot of attention right now. He's got uh, a safety over top of him, and uh, so it basically ends up being double coverage. Uh, and then with a long pass like that, the opposite safety can get involved as well. Third down and 15, Reynolds keeps it himself. He's to the uh, back to the line of scrimmage and falls forward, picks up. Three on the play. It's going to be fourth down and 12. 
Fourth and 12. And the defenders will be punting. And as we mentioned, Clayberg also, Noah Clayberg did the punting in the first half, the one punt attempt. Trying to make out if this is Jake Dodge, number 81. I believe it is. He is 15 yards deep. Line of scrimmage is the 47-yard line. 11-21 and counting, third quarter. Sedort's first series stalls out in the second half. Football fielded at the 15-yard line. Ball down on the ground and finally picked up inside the 10, down at the 5. Connor Bosma on the coverage. And uh, Kaiser... Will be faced with a long field in front of them. They have two touchdown drives already this evening of plus 90 yards. They trail 24 to, uh, pardon me, they lead 24 to 0. So the Dort defense on the field and the line of scrimmage looks to be the seven yard line. First and 10 for Kaiser. They bring the white jerseys out onto the field. Eli Matthews is your quarterback. So Matthews checks off, looks to the sideline. Matthews turns, gives to Elam. Elam, not much there. It's going to be second down and nine. A gain of one on the play. Yeah, really got a nice opportunity here for the Dort defense to, you know, get themselves back into the game, um, get a stop here deep in Kaiser territory. So now one first down. Put Kaiser in a second and nine situation. Clock stops. Player shaken up for Kaiser. Can't make out that number. Looks to be alignment. Tonight's broadcast made possible in part by a grant from Kevin Gasick, CFA and Water Valley Investment Advisors, custom tailored investment services for the successful investor. 712-395-0764 by Northside Body Shop, serving the community since 1955, offering body and fender work, paint-free dent removal, glass installation, and frame repair. A certified PPG shop, 722-2313 is their phone number. Shaken up on the play for Kaiser. It's number 56. He is assisted off of the field. And for Kaiser, that is Alessandro Cantillo. No, beg your pardon, that's Jeremiah Guillaume. Guillaume helped off of the field with 10.56 remaining in the third quarter. 24-0, it's been all Kaiser. Dort had a drive and on a fumble inside the Kaiser five-yard line back in the first quarter. Since then, Dort's been on its heels. That allowed Kaiser to take a two-score lead, and they built on it with two more touchdowns after that. Keeping it is the quarterback, Matthews. Matthews, short of the first down by a yard. It's going to be third down and one before he's finally stopped. Matthews Oh, they gave him the first down. Oh, generous spot. I thought that was well behind the first down marker, but they give it to Matthews. So first down and 10 for Matthews. And the Kaiser Seahawks. Seahawks. A little bit of movement. Nobody jumps, though. 10-19 and counting, third quarter. Matthews turns, hands, gives to Elam. Elam snowed under, and Kaiser... They're not going to do anything silly at this point of the game, leading 24 to nothing. They're going to play it very close to the best. They're not putting the ball in the air right now. Right, yeah, they're they're going to try to shorten this game, um, burn as much clock. They're even in their no huddle. They're 
they're being pretty deliberate here and, and taking the play clock down. Yeah, so far inside the 10, and looks like they're taking their time again here. Second down and 10. Back to pass. Thomas this time flares it out to the left side. Very safe pass, and the pass is completed to Arnold. Arnold finally tripped up at the 32-yard line. It'll be first down and 10 at the 32. First down and 10 at 32. Part of their efficiency in their pass game is, is they're, they're fairly conservative. They're, they're smart pass plays. He's not trying to get it into tight windows, and he's hitting wide open wide receivers. Eli Tom Matthews, quite a start to the season for the sophomore play caller. He's thrown one incompletion so far. Ball's down on the ground, and a fumble recovery, and the defenders come away with the fumble recovery on the miscue, and coming up with it for the defenders was Sam Warner, a freshman from Pella, Iowa. He pounces on him after that ball, that handoff doesn't mesh, and the defenders a short field to work with, first down and 10 at the 26-yard line. All right, just get a, get a break. Now we've got to take advantage of it. First down and 10, football at the 26-yard line. Reynolds in place of Noah Clayberg came on late in the second quarter. Reynolds rolls left, stops, and he's in trouble. He's at the 30, throws it, complete, inside the 15, down to the 10, near the 10. That's to Sconehoven, and Reynolds, recognizing where the line of scrimmage was, stopped. And almost went to a jump pass, got it to Sconehoven. That's enough for a Dort first down. Yeah, really nice job of keeping his eyes downfield and uh, allowing the receiver to get some space. First down and 10 for the defenders. Hand off to Sconehoven. Sconehoven inside the 10, down to the 5-yard line. Sconehoven, a 9-yard gain on the play. Shy of the first down. It's going to be second down and a couple. Second down and a couple. Reynolds. Turns, hands, gives to Sconehoven. Sconehoven following his offensive line into the end zone. Touchdown defenders on the six-yard carry by Levi Sconehoven. And the defenders trail now 24-6. to 24-6, and it appears Dort will go for the point after. Wondered if maybe at this stage you would go for two. In ten, instead, it will be Brett Zachman on to attempt the point after try. His first point after try. Zachman, right-footed kicker. Snap is down. Kick is up. Kick is through. Now this will be interesting. Uh, Kaiser's offsides. Do you take the points off the board, go half the distance, and then go for two? Or what's Coach Penner going to do? Defense, number two, automated to the backfield. Yep, going for two here. Yeah, I'd be shocked if you don't go for two. I mean, that's almost a gift wrap for you. Yeah, now when you're inside inside the two-yard line, down at the one-and-a-half, uh, nice opportunity here. But you always hate taking points off the board, but uh, when you got a chance. Well, in all honesty, like if you don't get it here, not much changes. Right. 24-6, Dort trailing. Reynolds hands it off. No. Oh, Sconehoven, did he get in? They're going to mark him. They got him in. The line judge on the near side signals good. And the two-point conversion is good for the defenders. And Dort trails 24-8, capitalizing on the turnover by 
Kaiser. Sador trails 24-8, 8.23 remaining here in the third quarter. North showing some signs of life here in the second half. Back with more in a moment. That has now become a two-score game, 24-8. The defenders down by 16, and Dort will be kicking off. 8.23 remaining in the third period. Zachman is on to kick. And Zachman... The line drive kick towards the corner, and that goes out of bounds, and it'll be good field position for Kaiser. Ball goes out of bounds at the 10. It'll be, in effect, a delay of game penalty against the defenders. Kick out of bounds. And Kaiser will take over at their own 35-yard line. First down and 10 for Kaiser at their own 35, and... Well, now you're one break away from making this really interesting, Kyle. As you said, as we went to break, it's a two-score game suddenly, but uh, your defense has to make some plays. Yeah, they do, and, you know, it's tough when uh, your special teams, you want to keep the momentum going, and now now you give Kaiser really good starting field position, not the way you wanted to uh, switch sides of the field here. Eli Matthews is the quarterback. Eli Matthews hands it off to Bolden. Bolden, nothing there, and shooting the gap. That's Brayton Van Kickericks, I believe, or was it Sam Warner? Is it 22 or 23? 23, I believe. And if it was 23, that's Brayton, six-foot freshman from Rock Valley. So Van Kickericks makes the play. Four-yard loss. It'll be second and 14. Second and 14. This is a youthful linebacking core. You've got a couple of freshmen who are going to play significant amounts of time for the defenders at the linebacker spot. Eli Matthews hands it off and short gain on the play again for... Now that, uh, that's that yeah. running back again. That's not on our two deep. Double checking, that is Elam. Elam stopped for little or no gain on the play. It's going to be third down and 13. Football is at the Kaiser 33-yard line, and the Dort defense showing some signs of life, and that's definitely Brayton Van Kickericks in at quarter, uh, uh, linebacker for the defenders right now. Third down and long for Kaiser. Back to pass. Flushed from the pocket. He's got room to run, and he'll slide after picking up the first down. Knew exactly where he needed to get and went no further. So Eli Matthews keeps the drive alive, and that's the, uh, that is a quarterback that played a lot last year and didn't, didn't get flustered at all on that keeper. No, and, and it's a situation where you, you want to get pressure on the quarterback, but you have to stay in your rush lanes, and uh, just gave him too much room up the middle, and it was an easy first down pickup. Hand off to Elam. Elam, little or no gain on the play. Picks up three, maybe, as he spun down. It'll be second down and seven. Well, after the first series, Marquez Burgess, I don't know if he got banged up and we didn't realize it, but Elam has been carrying the load since then. Matthews is your quarterback. So second down and six. 
Second and six. Kaiser, Elam, breaks an arm tackle, gets a block. He's to the 40 and thrown out of bounds near the 35-yard line. Gain of 15 on the play. It's down to the 36-yard line. And, Kyle, this has been a fairly cleanly called game. Uh, not a lot of penalties so far. Yeah, which is, uh, honestly, it's pretty unusual for uh, first game of the season. But both teams are playing really disciplined football. And, um, yeah, pretty uh, penalty-free. Six minutes remaining. First down and ten again for the Seahawks. Matthews hands it off to Elam. Elam. Short gain on the play, picks up a couple. Morozik in on the tackle for the defenders along with Elliott Vinkikarix. So Elliott and Brayton, cousins from Rock Valley. They were standouts on that those Boyden Hall Rock Valley teams of the past several seasons. Second down and seven. Gain of three on the play. Matthews, movement, offensive lineman jump. Now it's a matter of did he get drawn and did the defense go first or the offense. Yeah, it's going to go against the offense. I believe that was William Bell on the near side, the right tackle, a little too eager. Got his 6'3", 255-pound frame going and uh, couldn't slow it down. 5'26 left to go. Third period, Dort trailing 24-8. Kaiser with it in Dort territory at the 39-yard line. So Eli Matthews turns, keeps it, pulls it. He's to the 20, spins, 25. I beg your pardon, he was at the 30 to the 25 and now down at the 18-yard line. Morozik finally has to chase it down from behind, and that's more than enough for a first down. That ends up being a 23-yard gain on the play. First down and 10 for Kaiser. Inside the 20 at the 18. First down and 10 at the 18-yard line. They hand it off, and not much there for the running back, Tremaine Gabriel. Gabriel, no gain on the play. It's going to be second down and 10. I don't over, want to overstate the importance of this drive, but Dort, uh, I don't know that you can allow a score here and still think you've got a realistic shot of winning this game unless you really have a lot of things break your way. Yeah, exactly right. And and defensively, we've had some opportunities to make stops here. Second down and 10. Matthews back to pass. Completed to the 20, to the 15. And spun in a break, uh, brought down at the 12-yard line. On the coverage, Placide and Bosma on the pass and catch by Caleb Wall from Matthews to Walls. It'll bring up third down and five. Football's at the 14-yard line. They need the nine for a first down. Matthews. Tailback stacked behind him. Handed off to Gabriel. Gabriel, not much there. So Tremaine Gabriel to the 10-yard line. Shy of the first down by a yard. It's going to be fourth down and short. 3.35 left to go in the third period. Be shocked if Kaiser goes for it in this situation. It's fourth down and a long one. And they will send their kicking team onto the field. This will be Logan Robinson. Robinson had a, I believe it was a 36-yarder in the first half. First points of the game for Kaiser. Barely snuck it over the crossbar. Well, it's really tempting to go for it there with, you know, just needing a yard, yard and a half. But 
when you're in a situation where you can go up three scores, uh, th these are some big points. So uh, hopefully Dart can get some nice pressure on the kicker here. You know, you can get uh, you can get up by 19 if your Kaiser here facing fourth down and one, and they want to talk things over. Um, Kaiser calls a timeout. They were calling a timeout almost immediately when they sent the kicking team onto the field. So we're going to keep it right here. Let's see if we have any score updates from around the conference. Dakota Wesleyan leads 16-7 on Dakota State. That last score for Doan, uh, pardon me, Doan in Ottawa, it's 34-0. That was the last score we have there as well. It's now 16-14 Dakota Wesleyan leading Dakota State on your fairway scoreboard. And it's 13-7, Valley City State leads Jamestown. And now Geyser rethinking things. They're going to go for it on fourth down and one at the 11-yard line. So Eli yeah. Matthews, your quarterback. Clock winding at 25. So Matthews facing fourth down and one. Send a man in motion. They hand it off to Elam. Elam has the first down. He's inside the 10, down near the seven-yard line. And it'll be first down and goal to go for Kaiser inside the 10. And the mark him at the eight. Yeah, just situation where, you know, Dort defense hasn't had a lot of success on third down, and um, Kaiser, knowing that, is going to take a chance there. First down and goal to go for Kaiser, leading 24-8, 2.58 remaining in the third period. Back to pass. Into the end zone, wide open, and a touchdown completion to Jalen Arnold. A eight-yard completion from Matthews to Arnold, and Arnold all by himself as he broke to the near corner of the end zone. Makes it 30-8 to eight with 2.51 left to go in the third, and things get really, uh, really tough from here on out. Dort, Dort will now uh, trail, and they're trailing by 22 with a little more than one quarter to play. On to attempt the point after is Logan Robinson. Robinson. Snap is down. Kick is up. Hooked it a little left, but got it through the uprights. And Kaiser leads it 31-8. to 31-8, 2.51 remaining here in the third period. Back with more after this. This is Dort Football on KDCR. 2.51 left to play in the third period. Kaiser leads at 31-8. And the defenders with their return men back. This is Thomas. He'll take it at the 3 to the 10 to the 15 to the 20. Cuts it back, and he makes it to the 22 before he is driven backwards. So Thomas on the return again for the defenders. It'll be first down and 10 for the defenders, trailing 31 to eight. So Ethan Thomas, the return man for the defenders, last couple of kickoffs. And now the defenders again try to generate some offense. Tyler Reynolds in at quarterback. So Reynolds in the pistol. Send Warner from left to right. 
Handoff to Sconehoven. Sconehoven, the ball carrier, to the 25-yard line. Picks up three on the play. It's going to be second down and seven. Second and seven with 2.33 remaining in this third period. Up to this point, the defenders have been outgained. 395 to 223 actually have done, have moved the football, but uh, other than that scoring drive where they took advantage of the short field, just haven't been able to sustain it long enough. Now it's going home in another carry. Pickup of two on the play. It'll be third down and five. Bottom line, uh, defense has to get off the field and, and had a great opportunity on that last series, early in the series on a third and extra long, and just got to be able to make a play. Uh, instead, the quarterback scrambles and picks up a first down with his feet. Tyler Reynolds back to pass. He's going to roll left under pressure. Kaiser getting after him, floats it up. Pass is complete to the 45-yard line to the 40 and thrown out of bounds at the 35-yard line and making that catch for the defenders. It's one of their backup wide receivers, Raphael Carr. Carr, 5'8", 175-pounder, got free behind the defense. Levi Jungling attracting so much attention, Carr one-on-one, and he was able to get away from his defender. Reynolds keeps it himself. He's going to roll left, has Jungling, Jungling. Forced out of bounds inside the 30, down at the 28-yard line, and Jungling gets up a little slow, picks up maybe... Three yards on the play. It's going to be second and seven. Yeah, and on the long pass play, nice job by Reynolds of buying a little extra time. Made somebody miss in the backfield and kept his eyes downfield. That was actually a gain of seven by the time it was all said and done. So second and three. Handoff to Sconehoven. Sconehoven to the 20. Second effort. Keeps him at the 20-yard line. That's more than enough for a first down. And that was a gain of eight on the play. It will be first down and 10 for the defenders at their at the 21 of Kaiser. Under a minute left to go in the third period. Charlie Young in the backfield along with Sconehoven. Two receivers off to the right. Left side is open. Reynolds hands it off. Young, Young lunging forward. Second effort picks up maybe eight on the play. It is now second and two and... I've seen some things I like from the offensive uh, the offensive line as they've responded. Running backs have had a little more room to work. Dort goes with the hurry up, handed off to Charlie Young, and Young is stopped for no gain on the play, and it's going to bring up third down and short. So no gain on the play for Young, and that brings the third quarter to an end. Dort trails 31-8, to put another 15 minutes up on the clock. We'll be back with the fourth quarter of play from Open Space Park in Sioux Center right after this. This is Dort Football on KDCR. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center 88.5. We're also live on the World Wide Web, kdcr885.com. The defenders trailing 31-8. And Dort facing third down and two. So Dort facing third and two. Sconehoven in the backfield along with Reynolds. Reynolds, your sophomore play caller for the defenders. 
And Reynolds in the shotgun. He's going to roll left. Has Schoenhoven running interference for him. He's to the 10, to the 5. And picks up enough for a first down. Down inside the 5 to the 3. It'll be first down and goal to go at the 3-yard line. So Reynolds that time looked like a design keeper. And uh, Schoenhoven ran some interference for him. Good push up front by the offensive line. Yeah, and Reynolds' helmet came off on the play, so he has to sit for, for one. So... Uh, we got a new quarterback in the ballgame for the Dort defenders. Caleb Marish. Caleb hands it off to Schoenhoven. Schoenhoven up to the line of scrimmage. Falling forward. Did he get in? It looks like he did not. Schoenhoven bidding for his second touchdown of the night. And he stopped short of the goal line. It'll be second down and one. Reynolds back on the field. And Marish checks out. So Marish does his job, hands it off. Schoenhoven, now Reynolds keeps it himself. Second effort by Reynolds, and Reynolds engineers a touchdown drive, and the defenders are on the board, trailing 31-14. 31-14, Reynolds on the keeper, picks up a couple of yards, and the second effort got him in. Yeah, nice nice effort by Reynolds there, uh, breaking a tackle and... and Getting in the end zone for a really important score. So the defenders trail 31-14 pending the point after. Zachman is on to attempt the point after, and we've got a player shaken up for Kaiser. It's like one of their offensive linemen. And that's the one problem with the night games is difficult to see. I believe that's Corey Lamy. 97. 97, a 5'9", 300-pounder from Delray Beach, Florida. Shaken up on the play, so we will wait with a point after try until he has attended to. Well, the challenge for the Kaiser team right now is is just depth. When you when you when you're on a long road trip, obviously you're not traveling the entire team. A pretty limited roster over there. Not a lot of guys on their sidelines. So, uh, with guys going down, several here so far, uh, depth could be a concern for them. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. We're also live on the World Wide Web, kdcr885.com. The defenders trailing 31-14 with 14.21 left to go in the fourth period. Dort will be off until next Saturday when they are back at home for another 7 o'clock kickoff, this time against Waldorf, so another non-conference contest. And, Kyle, what are you looking for in non-conference games? Uh, I mean, obviously the conference season is uh, imperative. What what are you trying to figure out when you play a non-conference game or two? Well, you're, you're working on the things that, that, that you need to work on, not necessarily – I mean, you're obviously scheming for your opponent and knowing what to expect – uh, but you're working on things that, that you need to carry through throughout the season, uh, things that you need to improve on. Um, you know, and, and this Dort University program is to the point where uh, you want some challenges in, in your non-conference games. Um, it's best for the conference, frankly, uh, because this is going to affect national rankings throughout the season. You know, you think of it as a first game, and, and overall, overall um you know, there's plenty of season for this Dort Defender unit, but uh, it can affect, you know, rankings later on in the year throughout the entire conference. Zachman on to attempt the point after as the injured player walks off of the field under his own power. 
Still a lot of time left in this one. 14-21 remaining. Snap is down. Reynolds gets the snap down. Kick is up, and the kick is through for Zachman. And the defenders trail 31-15. 31-15, our score. Back with more after this. This is Dort Football on KDCR. Kickoff taken by Kaiser at the 5-yard line, out to the 10, to the 15, to the 20, to the 25, to the 30, still on his feet. And brought down is the return man for Kaiser. That's Tremaine Gabriel. And that'll bring up first down for Kaiser at their own 31-yard line. If Dort wants to make this interesting, uh, need to get a stop right here. Yeah, absolutely, Mike. Uh, defensively, you got to get a stop. Um, you know, the only time really where where Kaiser didn't have a scoring drive is when they hurt themselves. Uh, it wasn't that Dort caused a turnover. It was an exchange issue. Uh, Dort took advantage of it. Uh, but you got to make a stop here. First down and 10 for Kaiser at their own 31-yard line. And the quarterback is Matthews. Matthews rolling right, keeps it himself, and you can bet Kaiser's going to play it very close to the vest here. Gain of two on the play. Jalen Placide on the tackle, coming over cornerback on run support. And he will now come over to the near side. Second down and eight. Second and eight. Matthews. Matthews in the shotgun. Matthews turns, hands, and not much there for Elam. Gain of one on the play. It'll be third down and seven. Third and seven, clock continues to roll. 13.30 left to play in the ballgame. Dort trailing 31 to 15, so two scores separating the squads. A couple of touchdowns and two-point conversions. The separation right now. Matthews. Back to pass. Looking right. Looking over the middle now. Pass is complete to the 40-yard line. Coverage by Bosma. Pass complete to the Dort 40. And that was completed to Jones for a first down. And the defenders just not able to stop Kaiser consistently in the air here this this evening. Yeah, and, and when you need to make a stop, we haven't you know, stepped up and made a play. Hand off to Elam. Elam cuts it to the 40-35, brought down at the 37-yard line. That will bring up second down and a manageable four or five. Logan Fanning on the tackle for the defenders. It'll be second and five. Football's at the 32. You know, at the pass game, Mike, uh, there's a lot of pressure being put on the defensive secondary for Dort because uh, there hasn't been a lot of pressure. Kaiser's been able to sit back in the, the pocket and survey the field and find the open guy. Eli Matthews, the quarterback. Matthews hands it off. That's Elam again, and Elam running free to the 20, and it just all builds on its uh, builds on each other. Uh, the pass play opens things up for the run game. The run game opens things up for the pass game. And uh, right now, Kaiser looking like a well-oiled machine on offense. Yeah, and uh, you, you look back at each one of these Kaiser offensive series, and, and early, in the, early in the series, they get in a long third and long situation, and they've been able to convert. Um, and that's when you got to make a stop and get off the field. Eli Matthews has three receivers to the right. Now we've got movement on the near side. 
That player jump, uh, false start. And a five-yard penalty against the Seahawks. It'll be first and 15. Football now at the 25-yard line. Boy, it does feel like football weather, though. It <laughs> cooled off nicely. It has. Hasn't been so great for the defenders, but the weather's been great. Yeah, it feels like early October, not the end of August. Matthews turns to the right. We can only hope for weather like this at the end of October. <laughs> That's true. Early October. Okay. Matthews turns, hands, gives to Bolden, and Bolden, nothing there. Is that David Kakmarinski who got there? Nope, it was Morazic. Morazic on the tackle. Loss of another five on the play. It's going to be second down and 20. Morazic's been on, in on a lot of tackles. Uh, good nose for the football for the junior linebacker. Second down and 20 now. See if we can get off of the field with the defense. Football at the 30-yard line. Right now, Seahawks in no man's land. Second down and 20. Need the 10 for a first down. Matthews fakes the handoff. He's going to roll right, looking for the flare pass, and pass is incomplete. He is hit as he throws. David Kakmarinski putting some pressure on, and there you, that's the pressure you were talking about, and it's amazing what a little bit of heat will do as Matthews throws that one about 10 yards out of bounds. Well, exactly, and Kakmarinski gets in the backfield, and, and when the quarterback can't just stand back there and step into a throw, that one he's a little off balance. David's, David's right on him there, and... Um, yeah, errant pass. So it's, it's a team ball game, right? You can't just rely on your defensive backs to cover, you know, for 10 seconds. You know, you've got to have some pressure up front. Third down and 20 for the uh, Seahawks when we resume play. Dort has used a timeout. There's 10.50, uh, 10, well, they moved it to the timeout clock. I was unable to see how much time was left, but there's more than 10 minutes remaining. Let's take a break, and we'll be back with more from Open Space Park right after this. Matthews, the quarterback. Seahawks with a football. 19 of 20 passing is Matthews so far. Matthews has Elam behind him. Three receivers to the right for the Seahawks. Connor Bosma comes down in pass coverage. The slot receiver looking to the sideline. 15 seconds on the play clock. Dort trailing 31-15. Kaiser facing third and 20 at the Dort 30. Inside handoff to Elam. Elam's not going to get the first down. He gets about uh, eight yards or so. That's going to set up fourth down and 12. And now Kaiser, decision time, and it looks like they will try a long field goal. Not going to lie, this surprises me just a bit. 10-10 and counting. This will be... Nearly a 40-yard field goal attempt. In his first try, Logan Robinson just barely scraped it over the crossbar with the wind. This time he's kicking into the slight breeze out of the north. Gets all of that one, though. Sends it towards the uprights, and it's good. Well, there was no doubt about that one from Robinson, and evidently he just had to get the leg loosened up a little bit after that 27-hour uh, ride, and that one had plenty to spare from nearly 40 yards out. Yeah, an earlier kick, he just, you know, in, in golfer terms, he hit a little fat, you know, and he didn't get quite all of it. Uh, he's been striking it a little bit better on his point after touchdown. So, um, yeah, he definitely got all of that one, though. 
Easily over the crossbar, had plenty of room to spare. Logan Robinson makes it a 34-15 ball game on the 39-yard field goal. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. Back with more in a moment. This 9.47 left in regulation. The defenders trailing 34-15. Defenders have shown some signs of life here in the second half. Outscored the Seahawks 15-10, but... Digging themselves that hole. This is Thomas taking it inside the 5. He's to the uh, 10, to the 15, to the 20. Car wreck at the 21-yard line. He picks himself up. It'll be first down and a 10 at their own 21-yard line. And uh, you've got to have nerves of steel, I believe, to be a kick returner or a punt returner because uh, <laughs> it's it's going to be high impact when you get there. It is. Uh, positive for, for Dort this evening is... Uh, yeah, they've been getting vertical on, on all their returns uh, and really has been pretty pretty good part of their game tonight. 34-15, 9.42 remaining in the fourth quarter. Handoff to Sconehoven. Sconehoven a couple of yards on the play. It's going to be second down. Looks like he picks up three. It's going to be second and seven. He's got 83 yards on 20 carries at this point, does Levi Sconehoven. Sconehoven, the, leading, the alert, leading rusher, that return for the defenders. Levi with 664 yards last year. Reynolds fakes the handoff to Jungling, and Reynolds brought down at the line of scrimmage. It's going to be third down. And they're maybe going to give him one. It's third down and six. Nine minutes remaining in regulation. Third down and... Well, looks like it's right in half. Third and five. Defenders down 34 to 15. Inching our way towards the midpoint of the fourth quarter. Handoff. And that's not going to be enough for a first down. Charlie Young on the carry. Gain of a couple on the play. It's going to be fourth and three. Fourth and three with 8.30 remaining in the contest. Defenders will leave the offense on the field. Yeah, unfortunately, you're, you're to that point in the game. You hate to give Kaiser this good a field position, but you have to try to keep a drive alive. Fourth down and three. Fake the handoff. Reynolds keeps it himself. Running option. Picks up the first down. Lowers his head. Gets over the 40-yard line. So Reynolds keeps it himself. Picks up nine on the play. That's a first down. Right decision on that option. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Dive wasn't there. Uh, Did a nice job of carrying it out and had a nice lane to run through. First down and 10 for the defenders. Tyler Reynolds is your quarterback. Reynolds hands it off. Sconehoven. Sconehoven picks up three on the play. It's going to be second down and seven. And we are near the midpoint now. So second down and seven for the defenders after the three-yard pickup by Sconehoven. Sconehoven inching his way towards 100 yards rushing, 4.2 yards per carry. Rolling right is Reynolds. Reynolds in the flat. Did Jungling stay in bounds? It appears he did. Near the first down marker, looks like he's going to be just shy. Well, they're going to give him a first down to the 49-yard line. So first and 10 for the defenders at their own 49. For Jungling, that is his third catch for just under 50 yards. 
Handoff, Schoenhoven. Schoenhoven, the ball carrier, spun around, picks up five on the play. It's second down and five. Yeah, going back to that uh, pass reception by Jungling, he does a great job of, of continuing to come back to the ball. Uh, that's what allowed for the, the reception and, and allowed him to stay in bounds. Reynolds turns, hands, gives to Schoenhoven. Or is that Young? Young. No gain on the play. It's going to be third down and five at the uh, Kaiser 46-yard line. So third and five. Dort needs the 41 for a first down. Reynolds, the sophomore from Yuba City, California. Tight end. Lucas Warner comes set on the right side. They hand it off to Schoenhoven. Schoenhoven, good speed as he hits the line of scrimmage. Maybe picks up enough for a first down. There's another hat on the field for Kaiser. One of their linemen will have to check out of the football game. I think we're just short, Mike, so it's going to be a fourth down. Less than a yard. Fourth down and one. Almost directly in front of us. We're slightly off midfield. Football's at the 42. They get the 41. They've got a first down. Tyler Reynolds is the quarterback. He's going to run option. Has Jungling there. Pitches to Jungling. Jungling to the 40, 35, 30. And caught from behind at the 29-yard line. And this overall team speed for Geyser so evident when Dort gets to the edge that they're able to track people down from behind or across the field. Yeah, and uh, that was a defensive end uh, (laughs) tracking him down. So that gives you a little bit of an idea of what... What kind of speed Kaiser has on the field? 29-yard line. Dort gets the first down. They keep the drive going. 540 remaining. Reynolds hands it off. Schoenhoven lowers his head. Picks up four yards on the play. And that, the offensive line is doing their job here in the second half, Kyle, because when Levi is hitting the line, he's right up on that left tackle. He's four yards down the field. Well, yeah, and... and, uh Coach Penner's going to look at this second half and be very pleased with his offensive unit, especially what the guys are doing up front. Second down and long. Reynolds, the ball carrier, keeps it himself. Three-yard pickup on the play. It's going to be third down. So third down. Third down and five. Under five minutes to go. So Reynolds sending a man in motion. That's Carr. They fake the sweep to Carr. Reynolds keeps it himself. He's to the 15, to the 10. Goes airborne across the 10, inside the 10, down to the 7-yard line. Make that the 8-yard line. It'll be first down and goal to go at the 8. Yeah, and I think he gained 3 yards in the air there. (laughs) Got carried along. (laughs) Very nearly did a 360. About a 270 or so before he came down. Reynolds hands it off. Young, Young, the ball carrier. Young into the end zone. He gets flipped, and he dives into the end zone. Touchdown defenders. Young on the eight-yard touchdown run, and the defenders trail it 34-21. Wow, if you could just go back and take that first half away. Exactly. You know, offensively, got to be really pleased with, with what Dort's done in the second half, and you know, hey, got some depth at quarterback. Reynolds is playing a whale of a, of a second half here. Reynolds has looked more comfortable here in the second half, and as the game has gone along, has gotten more comfortable. Dort, two-point two conversion attempt. 
Reynolds racing to the left edge. Looks like he wants to keep it. He's going to be stopped shy of the goal line. Two-point conversion fails. Dort trails 34-21. 4-17 remaining in the ballgame. The defenders still down 13 with 4-17 left. Dort needs some good things to happen to get back into it. We'll be back with more right after this. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. Brett Zachman is on the field. He will be kicking off. And you go for an onside kick here for your Dort, trailing by a couple of scores, 34-21, to 417 remaining in regulation. Uh, Kaiser's deep man is really... He's up a long ways. He's at the 35-yard line. This, and he's even shading to one side. <laughs> this might not be a, a bad idea to kick it deep to the right. You can there's still a get lot, on the There's ball. a lot of real estate down here. Kicked it to the right. It's not going to go 10 yards. It's not going one yard. And it ends up rolling back to the 36-yard line. Dort downs it. And Kaiser will take over, and uh, now it. I know that's. I know it's really tough when you have when you have onside kick uh, called, uh, and you want to follow through with that. But the way the way Kaiser lined up, boy, it, it, you know, I don't know if there's any way to get your guys' attention and <laughs> try to kick it deep there because yeah. there was nobody over uh, on the Sioux Center High School oh logo would have been a good target. Yeah. Uh, and you don't even have to be perfect. Just kick it down there somewhere, and, and you got a legit chance of, of recovering the ball. First down and 10 for Kaiser at the Dort 36-yard line, so they have fantastic field position to start. As that football does not go, 10 yards. Actually just went the one yard. And now Matthews brings his team onto the field. Both teams have two timeouts remaining. And the handoff to Gabriel. Gabriel picks up four on the play. It's going to be second down and six. Yeah, you just have to go for the ball here. You got to cause a turnover because uh, you know you're you're in a tough spot, field position wise, and and you just need the ball back quick. Got to gamble. Once out of every rare opportunity, it'll work. But uh, we'll see what happens. Three forty-five left in regulation. Defenders trailing thirty-four twenty-one. Tremaine Gabriel in the backfield. Matthews is the quarterback. Matthews turns, hands, gives to Gabriel, and Gabriel is brought down immediately. Morozik, the initial contact. David Kakmarinski, the tackle. It's going to bring up third down and long. Third down and long. Dort calls a timeout. They've got one remaining. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back checking scores from across the conference right after this. This is Dort Football on KDCR 88.5. Still 34-0, Doan and Ottawa in non-conference football. Valley City leads Jamestown 20-13. Dakota Wesleyan leads, uh, Dakota State leads Dakota Wesleyan 20-16 on the fairway scoreboard. Matthews completes a pass on the far side. Down to the 20-yard line, that's a... Kaiser first down, 13-yard pickup on the play, and with 3.20 remaining, Dort can stop the clock one time. Kaiser will take their time. Matthews looking to the sideline. Play clock is at 20. 
Well, Kaiser, that 27 yard, 27 hour bus trip, it's going to be a little more palatable if they hang on for a win here over a nationally rated Dort team that came in 24th in the country. Handoff, right side, Gabriel. Gabriel brought down Morazic on the tackle. 247 and counting, ball game. So second down and six. Kaiser can take it down near 210 if they elect to. Kaiser's offense has not been stopped much. There was one quick kick, a punt. And tripped up in the backfield. Getting a hand on him was the defenders. Was that Logan Fanning on the carry by Gabriel? And with two minutes remaining, Kaiser facing third down. Yeah, and these Kaiser uh, ball carriers have had a lot of yards after contact. They do a great job of keeping their feet moving and breaking tackles and just getting that extra two, three, four yards on each play. So the defenders trailing, and as you bring those, uh, bring that up, Kaiser so far this evening, they've uh, gained 468 total yards, 378 for the defenders, 256 through the air. Matthews is still 20 of 21 passing for 256, no interceptions. They also have 212 yards on the ground. And they've done it with a variety of players. Esfunso Elam with 81 carries. Eli Matthews with 71. For the defenders, 95 for Sconehoven, 82 for Reynolds. And uh, as we were saying, Kyle, during the break, offensively, like what we've seen, but the defense has some things to take care of. Yeah, and that's uh, obviously something that Dort's going to work on in the next week and a half. Matthews hands it off. I believe that's Elam the carrier. It's either Elam or Gabriel. And it's going to bring up fourth down. So do you go for it here or do you just kick the field goal? Pull the quarterback over to talk things over. I think they might go for it here. You pick up the first down and and this thing is over. You can uh, kneel it down the rest of the way. but um, Defenders are out of timeouts. Yeah. And that's what they're going to do here. They can take it down, and they do have two timeouts remaining, does Kaiser, so they can work this down, call a timeout if they need to. Matthews, three seconds, two. Keeps it himself, bolts his way forward. Quarterback keeper, more than enough for a first down, down to the 10-yard line. And with 1.15 remaining, Kaiser gets enough for a first down. It'll be first down and a goal to go. For the Seahawks. And that'll do it. And that'll do it. Kaiser will outrun one play. I believe they'll be in victory formation here. So this will be a kneel down. Kaiser's going to go away unless something strange happens here. They're going to come up with a 34-21 road victory. Non-conference football. Takes a knee. And they're going to have to run one more play. One more play for the Kaiser Seahawks. 15-second differential play clock and game clock. So the defenders will fall to 0-1. 
Kaiser will improve to 1-0. There's another name, and that's the ball game. Your final score will be Kaiser 34, Dort 21. We'll take a short break. We'll be back to recap things from Open Space Park in Sioux Center. Right after this, this is Dort College, uh, Dort University Football on KDCR. Well, before we get to the numbers, Kyle, your final thoughts, and uh, you made a comment, and I know it's a uh, it's coach speak, and <laughs> it's uh, uh, I don't want to say cliche, but there is a lot of accuracy to it. It's one game. You're never as bad as you think you are. You're probably never as good as you think you are sometimes. And uh, um, a good lesson tonight for the defenders. It'll be intra- it'll be a week of preparation now for Waldorf coming up. Exactly. It, it, coaches are going to look at film, and uh, they're going to see a lot of really positive things uh, out of the offense, especially in the second half. And, and, the, and the defensive coaches are going to look at film and, and, and see a lot of really good things and it's going to be a frustrating uh, film session because they're going to say, oh, if we just did this little thing here, this little thing there, what what a huge difference that can make. So they defense, you know, they got some guys that they can build around and, and improve on. Uh, obviously, they have to do better, especially against the pass game, I think. Um, there's just too many open receivers. And they'll grow and they'll learn from film this week, and they'll be better uh, next weekend. But uh, – yeah, there's. It's uh, you got to remember. It's a, a really, really good opponent. I think this is a Kaiser team where they're going to win a lot of football games this year. Um, you know, we talked early about their offense probably not being what statistically they weren't that that great a year ago. Uh, but man, they got a lot of weapons over there, and they're going to score some points this year. 34-21, Dort actually outscores Kaiser in the second half. If you want to uh, try to spin the positive, uh, 21-10, and uh, a lot to learn from. It's a new season. It's an 11-game season, 10 games to go, and uh, a lot in front of this Dort University team at this point. Yeah, absolutely. It get guys healthy, you know. You play the whole second half without Clayberg and, uh, you know, give credit to Reynolds he came in and did a, a great job and that's that's a real comfort for coach Penner uh but uh yeah you want to have your your best players on the field and and so you got to get guys healthy and be ready for next week Kyle thanks for uh coming out once again we'll talk to you in about 10 days that sounds great that's Kyle Akterhoff and uh, let's take one more break and we'll be back with a rundown of the numbers and a scoring recap right after this this is Dort Football on KDCR <laughs> You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. It's time now for the Wireless World postgame wrap for the Dort Defenders. Uh, they are outgained this evening, offensively 472 to 378. Passing yards, Kaiser 256, Dort 97. Total play, uh, rushing plays, Kaiser 53 for 216, Dort 58 for 281. Time of possession, unofficially 29 minutes to 21 minutes, and I don't think that comes out quite yeah, it does. Well, no, it's shy of 60 minutes, so we'll have to do a little balancing there. Uh, Kaiser, Asfunso Elam leads them with 23 carries for 81 yards. Eli Matthews, 10 for 73. Tremaine Gabriel, 12 for 34. Eli Matthews, 20 of 21 passing for 256 yards, three touchdowns. Tryon Jones, six 
passes for 100 yards. Caleb Walls, six passes, 99 yards. Jalen Arnold, three passes for 33 yards. Eli Matthews, one punt for 46 yards. Tremaine Gabriel, two punt returns. Defensively for Kaiser, Mitchell DeSolm, seven total tackles. And they also got a pass interception from Sage Chen Young, and uh, we did not call his name much in the second half, but first half he was all over the field for this Kaiser Seahawk team. For the defenders, Levi Sconehoven, 23 carries for 95 yards. Tyler Reynolds, 14 for 82. Noah Clayberg, 8 for 47. Charlie Young, 10 for 38. Tyler Reynolds, 4 of 8 passing, 60, 70 yards. Noah Clayberg, 1 for 2 uh, for 30 yards, and uh, Clayberg left the game late in the uh, first half. Had a collision on the near sideline. He did not return. Levi jungling three catches for 45 yards. Defensively, Josh Morazic in on 15 total tackles, two and a half for loss. Elliott Van Kekerich's five solo, seven assisted stops. Connor Bosma had six solo tackles. Scoring summary, Kaiser scored on a 10-play 61-yard drive to start the game with 10-16 left to go in the first quarter. Ended it with a 38-yard field goal by Logan Robinson. Eli Matthews then completed a pass to Jalen Arnold after a a turnover deep in Kaiser territory, completing an 11-play, 95-yard drive. That made it 10-0. Kaiser then added two more scores before the half on an Eli Matthews pass to Caleb Walls, make it 17-0, and it's Funso Elam, 24-0. He made the score as uh, on a carry of two yards with under a minute left to go in the first half. Dort got on the board first in the second half. Levi Sconehoven capped a 26-yard drive with a touchdown plunge from six yards out to make it 24-8. Eli Matthews answered with a completion to Jalen Arnold, 31-8. Tyler Reynolds, then a quarterback keeper to make it 31-15 with 14-21 left to go in the game. Logan Robinson had a 39-yard field goal to make it 34-15, to and then Charlie Young finished things off scoring-wise for the defenders with a 8-yard uh, touchdown run, cap a 14-play 70-70-yard drive to make it 34-21, to your final. So 34-21 the final. Dort loses to Kaiser. Non-conference football action. We'll be back on the air this Tuesday, Tuesday night of next week, when the Defender Volleyball team heads to Jamestown, North Dakota to take on the Jimmies. That's going to do it for our broadcast. And uh, once again, the uh, final score on your fairway scoreboard. Fairway, meat and grocery in Sioux Center, serving the community since 1991. Your final score, Kaiser 34, Dort 21. Other scores from around the conference, Doan still trailing Ottawa 34-0. And I uh, don't have any other scores at this point on those uh, Dakota Wesleyan and Dakota State. It was uh, Dakota State leading 20-16 uh, to 16 at last check, and Valley City State was up on Jamestown uh, when I, we checked last by score as well. That will do it for KDCR Sports. I'm Mike Biker. Have a good evening.